0: Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Heroclix. This episode, we're going to be talking about some pretty cool news. WizKids released their Terrain article this week, as well as they're planning on releasing some more articles, so we'll get into that, answer some listener question, and ooh-ah, this week we're going to do a little bit of a generic gallery, a little bit of a treat for you guys. This is episode 449... Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy.
1: So, if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks.
0: No, are you serious? Again, how many people even play this game? Like the hundred instant deadpan humor? Oh, totally. how people it's think I
1: am funny?
0: Hard day's work, not that you know I anything mean about that.
1: Which, you absolute fools. fools, it's not richer nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever. Are you? Hey, hey Google,
0: Let's him, because he's a jerk. Wow, wow, wow. for Heroclicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Click singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. I mean, like always, in the studio is Simeon Bruce. What's going
1: on, Simeon? Yeah, broadcasting from Omaha. Just from a, just a couple <laughs> Omahans. Just a couple of fellow, fellow Omaha
0: Omahaians <laughs> just chilling, hanging out. We are not in the same studio because I am sick out of my mind right now. Getting better by the time, hopefully, well, not by the time you listen to this, but the next time we record, hopefully we'll be in like a dial studio via camera or something, something cool. We'll have to see. But right now, uh, I apologize if I ever kind of cough, hack, whatever throughout the recording of this. Might I might be crunching on a cough drop, I don't know. Uh we're gonna get through the recording despite uh being sick. So just yeah, just a couple
1: of bros living in Bromaha. What a great what a great time <laughs> to be alive. Yeah, there's so much happening. The the streets are filled with ice and slush and garbage. Um yep. man. Yeah. We did get a lot of like snow, but we really packed it down into ice and then spread yeah. salt on it, so it became harder ice. And uh, now, luckily, it's all melting, so the streets are less icy, but now all the ground is just mud. Everything is mud. Yeah. It's really beautiful. It's... it's a great system we have going on here. Yeah. For too. you Primus fans, my name is mud. Um... <laughs> yeah, that's not a callback to anything. But... Wow. Ancient. Yeah. <laughs> What uh, made you happy this last week, my man? Was it the snow we got? I doubt it. Oh, no, no. I we'll think not. so. Um, I actually, what sucks is like once there's snow on the ground, I prefer it to stay like below freezing because once it starts melting, then it's like just, I hate mud. I hate muddy stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a one downfall of like having a yard is having mud filled in the yard. But uh, no, it made me happy this week. A couple things. Uh, I started a webcomic. Um, based off of somebody posted an image from it on Twitter, and I was like, "That looks goofy. What is this? I want more information." And then I looked up some more information about it, and after reading through the fanpedia a little bit, I was like, "This sounds mm. wild. I'm just gonna actually like give it a try." And um, the name of it is "Kill Six Billion Demons" or something like that. Uh, I nice. Should, yeah, "Kill Six Billion Demons." I'm pretty sure is the name, and it's. Free. it's got its own website you can it's a pretty good website as far as like web comics go um some of the functionality isn't there completely but they do for like the bigger splash pages whoever the artist is does like a open full-size image or open textless images so like you can look at like the splash pages in more detail some of like the work they do they like these huge sprawling like cityscapes. Where you can zoom into different sections of the city and see like little random details and stuff it's really cool um, I will say the comic is probably I don't know what the comic code rating would be but it's like 18 plus there's a oh, sure. ton of gore um, small amount of nudity, nudity but mostly gore just <laughs> it's like about like fighting and in like a fantasy realm so there's a lot of like people exploding or getting limbs cut off and stuff uh, due to fantasy stuff, but other than that, I found it really entertaining. Uh, in three days, I caught up a, to a decade's worth of work that this person put into it, which feels bad Dang. and funny at the same time. Like went completely down the rabbit hole. Yeah, just <laughs> the fact that like somebody like painstakingly probably took like three weeks to do one splash page, and I like glanced at it for like two seconds. It was like next page. Um, uh, that's you know, neat. yeah. Uh, So that made me happy. Uh, I also started playing XCOM 2, which XCOM, I think I've talked about it before. It's like one of the closest video game true-ish to Heroclix kind of. It's not like a tie-in whatsoever, but gameplay-wise, it's all grid-based, like moving into different squares. There's like hindering terrain and blocking terrain kind of. Uh, There's charge and like running shot kind of. There's things like that that like are pretty cool. And like each person gets to do two actions per turn. So, or not like each player, uh, cause it's you versus the computer, but each, uh, character on your force, I should say gets to do two actions. And so, yeah, it's, it's been fun. I forgot how terribly difficult XCOM games are. Like just completely punishing. Cause your squad's like meant to be expendable to an extent, so you'll go into okay. a mission just vastly underprepared and by the end of it you'll have like one lone survivor that like got the mission done but now you have to start rebuilding your team from the ground up and it just does not give you a whole lot of t- time to do that so it's rough and then like late game late game's real rough um i don't like i haven't gotten there in XCOM 2 yet but like in the previous XCOMs you get late game and you lose like let's say like your sniper who was like ranked up 10 times and he ends up just getting unluckily like critically hit or something Uh, and uh, you lose him. And then now like you have to start training a rookie sniper to like, like back from the basics Mm. and he just like sucks. You're like, yeah, I miss all my old abilities and stuff, but no, it's really fun. Uh, I'll probably put a hundred hours into it or so. Oh heck yeah. There we go. That's the way I love am. to hear it. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, dope dude. I love it. I'm just going to sink sink into either a web comic or just absolutely pour the hours into XCOM. That's dope. Uh, I'm along the same lines. I got recommended to me a game by my little brother. It is called off. People might've heard of it. I'm very late to the party. I think it came out in like 2008 or something. It is a, uh, a pixelated RPG game. I don't, similar to Undertale, I guess you could say in in like a in in ways, I suppose. But it's cooler than Undertale. Um, You're allowed to kill everything, uh, whatever ending or the normal endings. So big fan on that. Uh, the combat is okay in the game. It's a bit non-necessary, I guess. But it's really cool. There's a lot of really good themes. It was translated from, I believe, French. The dude that made this game is French. And so it's, it's uh, you know, a Build de Rocher type song game uh, translated into English. But it's really fun. So you are basically, you're, you want to purify the world from all these ghost, spirit, spectral creatures. You play The Batter, it was literally a dude in a baseball uniform with a baseball bat. And it's kind of funny. It's It's got some interesting themes. It has some really cool questions about morality. And the world that it's made is also really... All these people are like NPC just form. They're just like, just doing my little task, you know, not even thinking. And the world is made up of like four elements. We later find out there's like a fifth element, and it's not... Earth, water, fire, and air. It's uh, plastic and smoke oh. and like all these really industrialized, like weird elements. Not, yeah, not love. Okay, not no the you, element. Yeah, right. No, no, love is not a part of this game whatsoever. We would be killing babies in this game. <laughs> oh, there ain't no love no. in this game. Yeah, <laughs> it's it is a t- it's a tough one. It's a really interesting game. Uh, all the the monsters are just so freaky. Even your, like, allies, I guess, or, like, the shop owner that you can buy stuff from between, like, certain levels of the world is also just, like, super creepy looking. And later, he's, like, wearing the face of a dead enemy. And it's like, why are you doing that, Zachary? Why why that sudden change in wardrobe? What was that... And then it's like, I don't know, he, didn't, he doesn't do anything rude to you. He still sells you your wares. Um, but it's like, interesting choice, man. And that's the version people cosplay too, by the way, because ironically, that face is less creepy than his normal face. So okay. it's a, yeah, it's an interesting game. Um, but I completed it. I might play it again while I'm chilling at home being sick uh, to get the other ending. Uh, so that should be really fun there's a lot of things there's also a secret boss that i missed in my first playthrough so i might take the steps to like try to figure out how to get to like the secret boss and all that stuff but it has been a, it's been a really fun game it's been a fun a fun time uh also one other thing that made me happy this week i had the drive down to omaha which is about five hours so with that i began my my simeon-esque video series i'm watching it's not akin to like the fifty hour documentaries he's watched. Oh. It's only a it's only a it's only a nine hour documentary, but it is it is an entire retelling of the entire lore of bot Lego series Bionicle. So I am oh, uh, six good. hours six hours into learning all the secrets of Matanui, Nui, Etro Nui, and all the Ta-X, because Ta just means blank. Ta means fire at me. Ooh, ah. So uh Tahu and other fire bionicles I now know. And then there's just a two, whatever, a little two-letter thing for each element in bionicle. There's like 16 elements in bionicle, not the four uh, that are in off, sadly. And then also like they don't matter. Like, there's just like a handful of them, but it's just like, yeah, sure. The technically iron and sand are elements, but Lego never made toys of any of the iron or sand bionicles, yeah, so I mean, they're not important. Villages, <laughs> yeah, the, the
1: iron and sand villages have been destroyed they, long ago. Yeah, well, actually, the iron village was destroyed long ago. <laughs> I mean, oh, you're not even no. not even wrong.
0: They, they stomped
1: uh, out the iron
0: village. They were like, yeah, yeah, that's enough of the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it.
1: Well, after that, that, you're, you're definitely gonna iron. have to watch uh, the same kind of video based on the Ninjago series. Oh, dude! Get all the Ninjago Probably. lore.
0: I was slightly older when Ninjago was happening. I understand Ninjago lore more. Like as a kid in like Bionicle comics and collecting Bionicles. Like I found out, I had like the evil mass murderer. Like I almost said a really bad word. Whatever. He was a bad dude, Bionicle. And I'm like, man, that was one of my favorite toys as a kid. He had a sick jet that he like. It was like a jet ski thing that he had. Little plane. Thanks. I got the war criminal bionicle. Thanks, Lego. I didn't. <laughs> hey, grandma, you didn't know at the time, but not yeah. a not a hero, not a great dude. Who'd Why have do all my relatives all look keep so cool. me Decepticons?
1: This is <laughs> yeah, <wild. laughs> yeah.
0: That's kind of like it. It's like they don't know, man. They don't know that the purple pointy logo is the bad logo but yeah so that has been really fun diving into the bionicle lore i've also watched the uh the first movie again uh just to catch a refresher and just diving fully into it i'll assume i'll watch the other couple movies even after the big lore recap but that has been what's made me happy this week love That's it cool. we, yeah. we're both just
1: sinking time into <laughs> yeah I will say, like, I owned a b- Bionicle when I was a kid, and all I remember is, like, they had a mask that could come off, and there, there <laughs> yeah. was like, a goo face thing that could also be removed. Yes. All I remember from, the like, the toys. Some of them had, like, brains yeah.
0: inside. their Yeah, the little worm deals. Yeah, they were awesome. That's all I, I remember. Dude, is I was like, I um, wish I had more of these so I could like switch and swap and blah blah blah. Because they were different colors. Because yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, exactly. Up oh, about getting that mask of life, mask of life, mask of light. It's the most overpowered mask. The other masks not as good. Mask of life, mask of light, boom. That's the money right there. No, yeah, bionicles are awesome. I loved. I love the ones I had. My favorite one had like Wolverine claws. Like they just straight up made a mold that was. Just, was wolverine but he also had a gun that when you would press the button the barrel would light up red flash like it's shooting lasers and then also uh they had little ball shooters i think his was on his shoulder that could shoot balls and i'm just like yeah this dude is is a beast he's a baller like this dude's awesome so yeah bionicles were so easy like as a kid you're like i want to i want more i want all of them they all look they're almost all not identical functionally all the exact same toy really but uh dang are they so cool lego you know, knew how to make money let's it's no surprise here <laughs> they sure. they understood <laughs> understood how a child's
1: Did brain works. mentioned like, oh, in they're going to want them. documentary like whether the toys came first or the show came first cuz i feel like i remember the toys being out before any of like the show or movie but maybe i just never caught it it was kind of like the same developmental process so this is
0: just like the lore of the of bionicle and they they mentioned the toy line where it comes like first mention it after the first and this is actually really like 4 hours into it they finally mention a straight up effect of it being a toy line having that on like the series cuz it's like at the borox they happened that was like last season then they're happening again and it's like why are there now new borox Literally because they sold really well. You know, like that was the first time they mentioned like the toy sales like impacting the actual story. But they didn't mention if it came first. I assume it was always like when Lego makes any toy, they they make the toy first, I would assume, and then it always feels like retroactively they like make a little story. But Bionicle is so like it has such in-depth lore, you know, like it had a DC comic, like it had all this like stuff going on, all these movies that maybe they they were like, "Well, here's the I mean, obviously, they're a toy company, right? So the idea has to be toy first. And then it's like, well, then how do we market the toy? And then it'd right. be like, well, boom, here's this. Like Unless somebody who's the... like, I have a great idea, but Lego bricks don't do it justice. Would you guys <laughs> like
1: to make all-in-socket joints that are and like, swapping pins? Out, swapping out heads doesn't do enough. Yeah. Well. I also need to be able to swap brains and souls. Yeah. <laughs> My Legos have souls. <laughs> Let me swap them. Oh geez. No, the soul. It, it reminds me article. heavily of uh, Hot Wheels. Tried to break their mold at one point, and they did like the Hot Wheels TV show where there was like these discs that would give cars different powers. Like this oh, disc what? makes your car real thin. This one makes it like I don't know, shoot out ropes. Uh, I don't remember. So like there was this Hot Wheels like it was actually like a fun show ish. Uh, at least my child brain remembers it being somewhat fun, but it was like, you know, kid in like his, his hot wheel vehicle of choice for whatever reason was like his mom's van that was like souped up. No. And so he's oh, racing. Okay. It's, it's like aliens better. and like drag car racers and like all these like professionals and he had like the heart of the wheels or whatever. So he won in the end. But yeah, there was like this whole plot development about these weird tokens or coins or something that, like, would change or, like, power up the car. And on, at the very end episode, he lost all of the tokens. He had all six or whatever. He lost them all to the bad guy. But then his drifting skills and driving skills, he didn't even need them. Ooh. The tokens Ooh. and coins were just the friends he made along the way.
0: <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> it was bad, but I remember Hot Wheels trying to, like, capitalize on that by... I bring out like a series of cars that like no one wanted. No one wanted to break the mold like that. Like you make this. You make the
0: one thing. Hot Wheels quite literally stay in your lane. Guys, what is this? What are you doing here? <laughs> Goodness gracious. I love that Hot Wheels made quite literally the plot to part six. Star adventure as a as a show. That's really funny, though. The the discs giving out powers. That's nice. Nice Hot Wheels. Who did it first? Who copied who? It's true hard to tell Happy and hot wheels the superpower disc boom you get a superpower what's my what's my superpower uh you it would be real thin. uh yeah.
1: body dysmorphia is my superpower <laughs> awesome thank you hot wheels. How, how, i'm glad how that i can help me well goes through imagine uh, like there's like a canyon that a yeah, normal you know, person can't fit you can through. go through an alley and <laughs> why would i drive in an alley <laughs> You know that really even? awkward moment when you're trying to drive down a neighborhood and there's a car parked there, and you're going mm. with like the mm. direction that that car is parked, and there's a car coming against it, and you're like, "Oh, like we both can't fit, so you have to stop." So, like, imagine if that doesn't happen, and it's like, "Absolutely, I will take you that superpower and save seconds off your day with this superpower." It's like, "Thank you." You could have picked like Superman or Wolverine or all these other superpowers. No, I want the car one where I don't have to have that little awkward moment where I have to sit there and wait for someone to drive by me. That's what I want. Give me a real superpower. Like
0: I get the, I, I don't have to stop at a four way. I can keep blasting through. Everybody has to stop for me. Give me a real superpower that that's car related. You know, I can change the lights at any point in time, maybe only a couple times a day. I don't know, but like change traffic lights. You're not ready for that superpower, are you all wheels? And yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to give me real power. Alright, let's let's get into let's talk about hero clicks here for a little bit. <music> rules update, <coughs> Simeon. If you have the article pulled up, I would love for you to get into it. But we are we mentioned this a little bit on our podcast with Scotty D a few months ago at Worlds about how the rules are gonna be changing for Beyond Amazing. Uh, it was mostly about like how we're going to get certain you know changes to maps and these new terrain markers. It looks like there's going to be more than that, but we'll just focus on this article this week now uh, to focus on these new
1: terrain markers. So yeah. hit me with it. What, what can we expect from these new terrain markers? So it is HeroClix 2023 rules update ramping up the fun HeroClix 2023 rules update number one terrain markers. So they say, greetings, Heroclix masterminds. Hey, that's you. Over the past two years, we have examined and learned from our last rules update. The 2021 rules update lived up to its goals of making the game more accessible to players, and we still plan to adhere to the spirit of that update. Whereas that update focused on streamlining the core gameplay, this small slate of changes will focus on increasing the excitement and flavor of most games without markedly increasing the complexity of its rules. We will be the judges of that. Rules. Yeah. You, yeah, rules. I remember being really hard on the 2021 rules. Dude, updates.
0: we kind of were. There came a midpoint where once we started like, playing with them... Yeah. And we were like, oh, okay, this actually is really solid. And, you know, I think... You know, I think, Thursday Throwdown really helped out with that.
1: Yeah, I think to be fair, we mostly made fun of like the way they worded it. Like they were like, "It's going to be more fun, more interesting." And I
0: was like, oh, "Yeah, dude." Is it? Well, he said he said fun about thirty times in one article yeah. about
1: something, and I was just like, "Wow, what in the world? What are we doing?" All right. So, rules you read about in these articles won't take effect until closer to the re- so closer to the release of Marvel Click's mm-hmm. Spider-Man Beyond Amazing. Not exactly. Spider Man Beyond Amazing, but maybe exactly that. Just says closer to that. Uh, when players have the updated rulebook in hand, as well uh, as with all rules updates, we will reveal the PAC and comprehensive rulebook ahead of that release. So that's exciting. Uh, they mm. say, over the course of this series, we will walk you through the upcoming changes. Our goal is to both demonstrate the fun behind the changes as well as clarify any initial questions you may have. Individual articles will go more in-depth, but in broad strokes, this specific rules update began with a single question. How do we make standard objects matter again? Which is, Mm. to be fair, a good question. Because, yeah, no one was playing heavies. No one was using super strength for a plus one damage. Um, So, yeah. Continued. Uh, standard light and heavy objects have long been overshadowed by equipment, which is also true. Worse, they have been relegated to a single function, augmenting an attack early in the game. As we discussed uh, as we discussed ways to improve objects, it became clear that we encountered broader issues of maps, terrains, and customization. This rules update quickly became known as the terrain update. Among our designers and testers, as our experiments with new rule or new object rules evolved into new terrain marker rules, to put the core of this update as simply as possible, objects will be considered a type of terrain marker, and players may place terrain markers, including objects blocking water, hindering, or elevated, on the map during setup. Each player may include up to three terrain markers on their build in any combination between objects. The standard one by one square terrain markers or the new markers we're about to discuss. So, this is interesting in a couple different ways. Um, So, you'll no longer have like the choice of three lights, three heavies, combination of like any of those, uh, and be relegated to three of those. You'll also be able to choose when like you're playing on a map to just place certain squares of blocking out. Like, you could just do three squares of blocking on any map now. Three squares of water, three squares of hindrance, three squares of elevated, potentially. Um, that is going to be so good. Which is, yeah, it's oh my wild. my yeah. And then that's, you know, that's the standard one-by-one one square terrain markers. And then the new markers that are about to discuss will also be factored in. So there's we're going to get to some that are, like, bigger and larger kind of things. Uh, so, those will probably, honestly, this will probably eventually just phase out normal objects. Uh, the, like, standard light and heavy, I would I would imagine. I think, you know, depending on the build, I might want uh, two squares of blocking in this, like, area. And yeah. one of my special new markers in this area. And then I just don't play any lights or heavies. And that just, that makes a lot of sense to me um from like a a gameplay aspect that makes a lot of sense right. that i would play it that way i don't especially know if that if was their intention though how important like the map is to the
0: game if you're telling me i can always bring a guaranteed piece of terrain that i need for my team that's i mean that's just way bigger than plus one damage on an attack you know like the utility i guess of having these map terrain especially since some- you have a limited scope of what they do so far and they probably only do more and get better as we see more of them you know it's just yeah they seem like
1: a way to go over any object honestly yeah like with most most like added uh extra like game things i think they'll they'll get more powerful or, and interesting more powerful and interesting as they go I can't imagine yep. that they get like worse as they make them.
0: Oh yeah, there's no way. And so I think it's going to be up to characters like Sakarian and Iron Man, or any other character that like uses specifically objects, and maybe game designers referencing objects and giving them more of a use to make them as useful when compared to their like terrain, their other terrain counterparts. I guess since they're all under that same like
1: rough now. Yeah, and definitely that's like something mm-hmm. to think of going forward. Is there's a decent possibility of um, like Shiar soldiers and um, oh right yeah people that people that like generate things yeah like, there's been people that have generated objects before uh, there's been people that generate terrain before there's probably going to be able to like be people that make these new markers at some point like that just makes sense that tracks with HeroFlix yeah. as a whole uh, so to continue. Much like with the current rules for objects, during setup each player may place three terrain their three terrain markers anywhere on the map outside of their starting areas. While this is an undeniably this is undeniably a large update to the rules, it's in many ways smaller than the twenty twenty one update. A few PAC powers will receive tweaks to give them greater interactivity with terrain, but the mechanics of the game will largely play the same as they have. Uh, we also will take this opportunity to clean up the comprehensive rules and make some tweaks that have been long requested and we hope that you will be as excited to see them over the series as we show them to you. Over this and the following three articles so we got three more after this one uh, we will break down all the new information in this rules update. So yeah, that's not a whole lot. That's just kind of like promises that like yeah, um, obviously yeah the 2021 update was pretty expansive. It was pretty large. Yeah, I don't
0: I don't know how you make a more, yeah. a bigger update than that. Like, it's like, oh, hey, you know, pushing damage, forget about it. It's like, huh? What? You know, like that alone. <laughs> to it's be like...
1: fair, <laughs> we're kind of, we're kind of just undoing that. So that, that one at least, um, True. or not pushing damage. No, I guess pushing damage isn't being undone. I was thinking knockback damage. Oh, knockback. Yeah, it's true. Knockback. No, pushing damage. Yeah, yeah. pushing damage was a huge change. That was, I mean, that was what broke uh, the classic clicks players away from the rest of the world. Yikes. They dug into their hole and created a hollow earth based on that one bit of news. They're like, I can't believe that people won't take pushing anymore. Um, Yeah. I think, I mean, to be fair, I was mad about that at first. I was like, I liked the thematic aspect of, like, pushing a character to, like, get another attack in, the risk-reward kind of aspect. Yeah. Um, But I've grown to be okay with all of these changes. Uh, So next up is making a marker. So making a mark, but then they add the ER. That's cute. Uh, As mentioned, objects will fold into the umbrella of terrain markers. But with this comes a secondary change. We will retire the terms and distinction between light and heavy objects. Objects going forward will be a single subcategory of terrain markers with standard objects most closely resembling what were previously light objects. So standard objects will be light objects. Everyone will be able to pick them up kind of thing. Uh, they're not going to be light and heavy objects anymore. It'll just be objects, and then there'll be terrain. And on top of all of that, um, everything's basically going to be terrain. It's going to be like, even if it's like a light or heavy object or whatever, from the years of old, it'll be a terrain marker of a sort now. So then they've got some bullet points. They won't change the terrain type of the square they occupy. They can be picked up by any character. They can be used for bonuses during attacks. So that's going to be for standard objects. I believe that's what they're mentioning. Yeah, objects going forward will be a single subcategory. So light and heavies, yeah, will be, uh, won't change the terrain type. They can be picked up by any character and can be used for bonuses during attacks. Uh, then they go on, for fans of super strength, don't worry about the loss of heavies, which two years too late on that one a bit. Uh, Yeah, people were kind of upset about that when Wonder Woman dropped Uh, super strength will enable characters to pick up any terrain marker except for debris, smoke, and water and use it to make attacks has your opponent hidden themselves behind barrier? have your attacker rip out those blocking markers and use them to augment their attacks but how do you know how much extra damage that marker deals? so this is pretty big super strength can now pick up barrier not that's not awesome. just like a certain character that can run through it or destroy it or what a, like I can literally charge up pick up square barrier and then hit somebody with it. Well, that's the biggest thing is that you're
0: not destroying it, right? Cuz yeah. because you get to pick it up, you can occupy it without, you know, the whole after
1: resolutions blah 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 blah. Like that's so cool. That and then also if for whatever reason you don't want to use in an attack, you can potentially place it back down somewhere else. Oh yeah! Ooh, so if I like you want to like true. rearrange like the the battlefield, I think sidestep and super strength they're going to be like a a weird combo that was never really wanted before. That not be, really like, interesting now. If I can like sidestep, pick this up, and then move, drop it over here, something like that. Uh, they continue, value judgments. With this update, we will see all sorts of new markers and all sorts of shapes beyond the simple one-by-one markers. So, that would be your classic barrier, smoke, water, etc., etc. Single square marker. So, shapes beyond the simple markers we've had in the past. These markers have unique values printed on them that show how those markers interact with characters. So, they've got an example shown here of what has a blocking border. So, it's a piece of blocking terrain, but it's a, it's got a big brown border, and then it's got a damage symbol with a number four under it. It has a giant symbol with a number two under it. It has... Or no, that's a lightning bolt. Sorry. It's got a lightning bolt with a number four, a giant size symbol with a number two, a damage symbol with a three slash plus two, and then a new symbol that we haven't seen before. So... Uh, They go into detail on this. For example, let's take a look at this 1x2 blocking marker. You'll see there is a window on the bottom of it that shows its object values. First, lightning bolt, and so that's range value and giant size, shows the range that this object can be thrown with a range terrain action, as well as giant reach of X. Uh, X being a value a character can use while making a close terrain action. So for this specific one, it gives you a four range to do a range terrain action and throw it that far. Or you can use it and, like, if you're holding it, you have a uh, two squares, like, X equals two for your giant reach. Mm -hmm. So it gives you, like, a little bit of extended reach, which makes sense because it's a a one-by-two object or one-by-two terrain piece. So you're, like, swinging this, uh, you know, longer weapon, I guess. I don't know. Improvised weapon. Uh, next, the damage symbol is the damage the object deals. The first number, which on this case is three, uh, is the number... Let's see. It's a, Yeah, it's the damage it deals when thrown. So if you throw it instead of hitting somebody with it, Uh, You get four range. You don't need printed range on your character to use these. You can use the printed range on the object or the terrain. Jeez, I'm going to make that mistake a hundred times. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's all right. Four squares to deal three damage with this specific one. Uh, But the second number is the damage value modifier used during close terrain action. So again, this specific one, because it's a one by two, can only be picked up with somebody with super strength. Uh, But it has a plus two. So anyone with super strength grabbing this and smacking someone, not only do they get a plus one to their reach, they also get plus two to their damage when they hit with it. The final symbol, which uh, this just looks like a it's a circle that's being like exploded ish. It's like a cracked circle kind of symbol. Yeah. Um The final symbol is the minimum damage value a character must have to target this terrain with a close-slash-range destroy action. So, this particular one is 3, which is normal for blocking. So, if you don't have 3 damage, then you can't destroy this blocking. Which, it's cool that you can just uh, destroy it. And I think when we were talking to Scott, I don't know if they get into the nitty-gritty here, but I think when we were talking to Scott he was saying if you destroy it, the whole thing's destroyed. It's not like you're going to yeah, destroy a square. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you do three damage to this one by two, then there's two squares that are destroyed, which is cool because otherwise it'd be really hard to keep track of it. Right. Yeah. You would need like a Rubik's cube object to like flip things over. Like, oh, the square is now green instead of brown. Or uh, They continue. Now, of course, there are plenty of object terrain object and terrain markers already printed that don't have these object value boxes printed on them. But that's okay. for any terrain marker without its own printed values. There are default values. Any terrain marker that lacks a defined set of terrain values uses these ones for range. No um, extra to your giant reach. So no giant reach damage is two if thrown plus one if used as close uh, a close terrain action and then it takes three damage to destroy so that would be you know going forward essentially picking up a piece of barrier is the same as having a light object what that used to be or you know using a light object is the same as a light object used to be Um, you do have to have a printed three to destroy a light object which I don't know if you had to before I don't think there was like a Predetermined. Did.
0: Like, if you're just going to shoot, uh, I'm pretty sure. Okay. At least for a heavy object, I knew. Mean, if you wanted to, like, destroy it, you didn't have to have, like, a three free damage.
1: So they say so, uh... Uh, these default terrain values are shared by any terrain marker without printed values, be it hindering or blocking object or elevated. Wait, elevated markers? This going is wild. Up... <laughs> I love this yeah. so much. <laughs> This is probably, like, my favorite part, and it's, I get that, like, there's, you know, there may be a little bit of naysaying about it, uh, but personally, it just excites me a lot that there's going to be, and it, it does, we talked about this with Scott, and it did seem like, yeah, why wasn't that ever a thing before? Like, 20 years of hero clicks and no one ever thought, like, what if you could place Elevated? Like, there's a few characters with special powers that could do similar stuff, but yeah. Yeah. They say, uh, with Marvel Heroclix Spider-Man Beyond Amazing, we're introducing elevated terrain markers. Take this 2x3 marker as an example. And it looks like a shipping crate, like, top-down kind of thing. Uh, the shipping crate... So, I believe... Yeah, this is a 2x3, so it takes up six squares. It's a rectangular object. It gives you a giant reach of three. It has four range if thrown, um... It does three damage if thrown. Otherwise, it gives you a plus two damage if used in a close attack. And then it takes a whole four printed damage. or Not technically printed, but it takes four damage to destroy this, which isn't something that you're usually going to, like, waste an action on. Um, Now, because this is a two by three, you might just to, like, clear it. But, yeah, maybe you will, though. Like yeah. Of a, a plus one to whatever... I like that it is plus one.
0: It's not like elevation two or whatever. So whatever elevated it's on, it's yeah. plus one higher than that, which is really cool. So, man, a two by three, six squares of just elevated terrain in your map. Maybe you do just... And, and yeah, some maps. Elevated
1: is just as good as That's, blocking to like reduce yeah. line of fire. Um, so th- what this does, yeah, it's got it's got transition squares on every square of it. So every corner that you could like enter or go to this object, you have a transition square. Um, At least that's what it seems like. It's got little arrows. Yeah. And the blocking one does not. So I'm assuming that's what that is. And it's going from whatever elevation this occupies. And then it says plus one. So if you drop this on, you know, a flat map that only has elevation one, this is now elevation two. If you drop it, like, on something terrible, like, uh, I can't even remember the name of that terrible elevated map, Galgador. Oh, geez, Galador Promenade. Galador Promenade, yeah. Drop this on there in oh, that hate, one hate little hate section it. that this will fit, and uh, yep. all of a sudden it's, like, Ugh. you know, a one through four elevation map. Yeah, uh, They say, you'll notice the border of this train marker has multiple transition square triangles showing plus one. Elevated terrain markers are considered to have the have transition squares on. Uh, considered to have transition squares with every square sharing their edge. The plus one shows that this marker raises the elevation of the squares it's in by plus one, or by one. Elevated terrain markers also herald the much requested return of a rule that we eliminated in 2021 update falling damage. If this marker is picked up or destroyed, the resulting fall will deal each character on it one damage. Just as if they were knocked off an edge of elevation. We'll have more about that in an upcoming rules article though. I really hope that it's not just relegated to these special terrains and that it's any fall damage. I think it will be. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. doesn't really make sense to do that because that would just make these overly complicated that'd be like, oh, you know, not here, but there. But here, but not there, you know. And I think they're trying to get away from that. So I do think that'll be a universal thing: fall damage, which is cool. Um, that's yeah. definitely something that I missed when the 2021 update hit. And well, I, I've really missed. I've I've missed knockback and falling damage so yeah. much. Oh my gosh, the old uh, pulse wave force blast combo of yep. like elevated it was Ducky. so fun. nasty I say it was so fun as like Isaac Danky like. Magnetoed me into a wall to kill half my team with one yeah, action. But ruined my day one time. <laughs> Thanks, Isaac. <laughs> uh, uh, like, what? What could he possibly do? He does one printed damage. That,
0: yeah, that best. Magneto, what a loser! <laughs> yeah, he's,
1: he's a robot. He can't do more than one damage. Nice um, error tokens. Oh <laughs> oh <uh-oh>. uh oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, So to finish it up, they say clicks from the vault. One of our goals as we make these changes, similar to previous updates, is that more figures that are already in players' collections will be fun to play with. More of the characters that you already know and love will have a chance to make it on the table as part of a slugfest in the world's number one miniature game. I agree with this. I mean, that's one of their goals. I think just the fact that making super strength better means that any character that had that you know, there wasn't anyone in Wonder Woman with it, I don't think. It wasn't a... Yeah, it was benched. Um But there was a few characters that had super strength since then where it was just like, okay, like I guess that's fine. Like I yes, they it... can do knockback, you know, it wasn't, right. it wasn't much. Yeah. And so now, yeah, I'll have to definitely like relook at like all of those characters that have come out where it's like Maybe it's worth taking a double look at him, you know, like the, the blue Marvel, um, for 50 points from Avengers forever. He, his last three clicks are super strength with charge. It's like, maybe that's something I'm going to like play around with all those, uh, are not all of those, but the, the mindful one instead of the mindless one. Uh, um, oh, yeah the named mind mindless one. He, uh, he has super strength, this whole dial. So like there's a lot of, uh, characters that have been made in the interim where super strength wasn't doing anything. And now it's doing stuff again. And that's definitely going to impact those characters. There's also characters that we've seen that can interact with terrain in different ways. And so maybe they'll be able to interact with this new terrain. in Garvis is going to be literally able to
0: sweep up the shipping container and put it in his dustpan and throw it away. <laughs> you know, so. like it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, if you remove one piece of terrain from the map, right? Yeah. You'll just be like, yo, that's like, gone. And it's hey, like, oh, which nice. one of you
1: Avengers left this shipping container here? Pick Don't mind toys. me, the butler. I guess I'll take care of it. And he just picks it up. <laughs> it's believable though because oh, he has Stark Tech dustbins. So True. yeah, yeah, dude. They, gosh, may, they probably yeah. use like pin particles to shrink down whatever. Ooh, there we go. Yeah. Sweeping's easy. But Jarvis gets so clean. He's just <laughs> shrinking everything. Yeah. He doesn't actually like sweep or anything. He just has a Roomba that zaps any obstacle yeah. with pin particles and then inhales it. Okay. Okay. Actually, uh, Heck, I'm going to cut that from the podcast because I'm trademarking Roomba, Roomba that has pin particle laser. I'm going to trademark go. that. In case somebody ever develops Pym particles, that's a great idea. Ant-Man four returned to Quantum Mania. Somehow
0: didn't die when Kang folded him like a chair. He's yeah. got his, he's got his Pym particle
1: Roomba. Yeah, that's it for <laughs> uh, that's go. it for update one. So they go into rules update two is going to be the impact two maps, which I believe will be a big one. Um, obviously, one of the biggest things, is being able to place these at the beginning of the game. Uh, how will that impact a map? Will you be able to like block off certain areas? And the answer is, yeah, kind of. Sort of. You know, we'll have to... A little see bit, but in our
0: podcast with Scott, he also mentioned transition squares, which is what I assume is going to be the biggest part of this next article, is talking yeah. about how maps are just going to have more transition squares that aren't just moving from one elevation to another elevation, that he mentioned. So, hopefully... There is a bit more game balancing in these maps going forward. Yeah. Obviously, old maps don't have the new transition squares, so we don't know how. Probably are just going to be able to like cut off total sections of the map with this stuff, I guess. But, uh, you know, at the very least, I assume this next article is going to go into like, transition squares. I, what yeah, parts of the map are going to be... Some, yeah, right. I assume that's going to yeah, be... Because that'll, that'll look at weird. at the beginning of the out game, game out of, out
1: of going to be... I mean, it's going to be huge... Like, obviously, you'll be able to move these during the game, but being able to place them and, like, try and block off. I mean, that's right. why we had special terrain before, and that's why certain maps never saw play, like, never were legal, is because special yeah. terrain interacted with them badly. Uh, rules update true, true. three is going to be updated powers and abilities, which that's just going to be PAC stuff. Um, yeah, it's said like, super strength and everything, yeah. Right. Quake and... It, I think energy explosion. I think energy explosion and oh, quake maybe. are going to be able to like do multiple I think yeah, he did mention quake and Distance. super strength for sure. Uh, and then comprehensive rules and miscellaneous changes. So that's just going to be a general um, update as they said at the beginning of this like you know people were asking for certain things to be clarified or written better. So I guess at the end of the day, the the big news is that uh, Spider-Man is going to have probably, well, hopefully, uh, the best comprehensive and uh, most updated PAC. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what that starter set looks like. Yeah, I hope it's it's a good one. See what that MSRP is on it because it's going to be, I mean, it's not going to be necessary. You can always download the PDFs, but it will be the most updated one that somebody can buy. So that's cool. Also, yeah, for whatever reason they used an image of Dr. Jekyll.
0: Oh, is it Jekyll? Is this not Frankenstein? It could be. Uh is it Dr. Frankenstein? I don't remember. I don't know which one's which. Maybe Jekyll because he's got brown hair. I don't know. I don't I honestly I do not remember. Oh, but I don't know. That's kind of like Frankenstein.
1: Their... Jekyll has a brown coat. Same face. Boom. Got so it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's totally the same. Dr. Frank. I got
0: you, bro. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's kinda like their cool image of like professor scientist yeah. man. You know, I do like it that they're using it, though, as, their, yeah, as their they're article.
1: like, uh, we're about to unleash our monster. Whoa. With the wizard's monster. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> these will be cool. I,
0: I'll be cautiously optimistic I to see how well they'll be implemented into the game. And mostly I'm just on the edge of my seat for the rest of these articles. We're already almost halfway into the, the next week since this article came out. And I want to know more, even though I like, guess it's only been four days, really. So, they've got another three days-ish at the time of this recording anyways. they definitely could drop another
1: one. Did they drop this this Monday, like Monday morning? I have a feeling that, I mean, it's going to be slow until Spider-Man drops anyhow, so there's not going to be a lot going on. I have a feeling they might just do every Monday for like the next four weeks, kind of like a slow January into February kind of thing. But, I mean... It is possible that they drop multiple a week. I don't know. I they might drop
0: multiple a week if they start butting up on Scott Porter video upload time. You know what I mean? That's true. Because, like, you don't want to be clogging. And maybe they Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Want to, you know, they want to clog their both avenues of, oh, well, there's also a video over on YouTube. But, hey, there's also an article on the website. You know, so they yeah. might. They might they're not going to make Scott oh, talk about it that. There's no. may, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Probably not they will probably it'll probably literally just be like he'll like mention
1: it i remember a map he's like oh what's all this weird stuff I, I remember from like the wonder woman unboxing that um i think it was like a few videos in maybe i'm misremembering but i remember like a few videos in it was clear that he didn't realize that there are powers that were benched like he hadn't been foretold about that and he was like mm. weird that this character doesn't have like this power. right like yeah. a superman knows super strength and like i remember that vividly being like oh the poor soul was not told whenever he recorded oh, this stuff or poor, poor mr porter oh gosh
0: so yeah that will be interesting that'll be interesting. maybe he uh, maybe he'll be clued in maybe he won't be <laughs> in this unboxing yeah but all right that is it changes to terrain and these terrain markers so listeners write in leave us comment that you're on youtube or going back to the facebook post or twitter post of this podcast being shared or however you want to write us an email however you want to say and just tell us what you think about this change to terrain what do you think feel about it do you like it do you dislike it what do you like about it what do you dislike about it and uh, maybe you're cautiously optimistic like us and you're just kind of curious to see how this how will be implemented i think it'll be really fun I love the idea of just US agent running by, yoink, a bunch of people fall, smack someone with it. <laughs> That's,
1: That's probably hilarious. the craziest thing is um, if you could do like a mind control bomb kind of thing, Ooh. and like maybe this is like too much setup for not enough damage, but you, you like get everyone up onto like elevated and then just yank it out from under them and hit them with it. Like run, mm. I'm like charging by yeah. and I grab this shipping container, you all fall and and then I, like, stop and turn around and slap one of them with it. It's immaculate. Um, oh, yeah. That's so Obviously, gold. I love that so much. I think that this will, like, with hero Heroclix, um, WizKid's, like, general flow of how things go, I think we'll get a set or two where we just have kind of generic shapes and sizes for these uh, terrain yeah. pieces. But then I definitely think that at some point, We'll get specialized ones or ones that like cost points or maybe have keywords or something. I think so, maybe not keywords, but who knows? Objects have keywords now, so
0: yeah, objects have keywords. Maybe the shipping containers like keywords. The, yeah. the Punisher Wayne, Wayne Tech Back-o-Bot. shipping container. Ooh, there you, I like that. I like that a lot. Stark little launcher, something or other container. I don't know. Yeah, that'd, that'd be cool though. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so, Ant Man Roomba. There, the yeah, Ant boom, Man there keyword. it is. Ant-Man's Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gosh. Wait till they make the quantum realm keyword. They're handing that out. If we got an Ant-Man movie set, I bet we would get realm keyword. Guaranteed. Anyways. But yeah, it's, it's really cool. We can see what they'll do in the future, but right now, it's just kind of like, well, there they are. Also, when you said... Like you set up that big mind control, pick it up from under everybody. That's literally my brain was like, oh, that's like the enchantress rickety bridge of hero clicks. Oh, yeah, put them all on the shipping container, <laughs> <Rickety> <laughs> go bridge. and get out from under them. Oh, uh, yeah, I tell you know, about I mean, that. Yeah, like, you did. Yeah. I, I had it done to me. I like slam jam colossus there, and some dude was like, armor. And I'm like, oh, cool. So I can just play whatever turned off, and I was running it on going back. Yeah. I was like, you scumbag evil evil man how dare
1: you it that was, was it was such a bad play <laughs> on my part because i played um when i was doing it, like when i was playing it uh, i played armor there not realizing what his deck was and then it was like after armor played he played something and i was like oh he's got a move deck that is oh, bad shoot. and no, so like not fun. he moved like a bunch of stuff like was like you know doing normal move deck stuff, and I got Enchantress, and I was losing the like right side, winning the left side, but I knew that was gonna shift up because I was like he's right. probably gonna play uh, Heimdall. Like I think that's just like the crux of every move deck because you have to assume Heimdall or Magneto turn six, um, and for whatever reason, I was like I have Enchantress, I could just like that will one kill Enchantress. So this was like a turn six play. I was like, that'll kill Enchantress. It'll kill armor, but it'll also kill whatever he has there. And he might pile enough stuff there where it's like worth it. And it just yeah. ended up happening that way. Yeah. Like I, I Enchantress it. And then at the Hilarious. end of like the turn, everything there died. And he was just like too weak on the right side. Didn't have enough stuff on the left side anymore. Yeah, It's great. I nice. love it. Rickety bridge. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like it, but Rickety
0: no. bridge should let me uh, get to infinite this season. I was like, all right, easy,
1: play on, going again, baby. Oh, I, Money. I loved it because, like, Rickety bridge is just another version of like Death's Domain where you could just drop like Electro there, and it's like if they never play yep. anything there, then you have you have that location one. I win. Yeah, and it's kind of one of those locations where you have to play something there turn six because if there's nothing there. If you don't have a card there and you yeah. don't play anything there, turn six, your opponent free just free a win location. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, that's not... Nobody gets it. Yeah. No, it was a good time. Anyways, sorry. Boom. Did a, another Marvel Snap. Super easy. Marvel, Marvel Snap, snap update. There. So, yeah, dude. So quick. So, but all right. That is the elevation... Ch- not elevation, but whatever. The whole terrain marker change. So I'm... Again, like I said, we'll keep you guys up to date here on the podcast when the next articles start coming out let's go ahead it's been a minute since we've done one of these so let's jump into a generic gallery there are dozens of us dozens i'll try to be uh, a little quick since we, we did spend a lot of time talking about a lot of non-hero related stuff uh, earlier in this episode so the keyword is cosmic ooh ah out there in outer space looking at the the beauty and wonder of the, of the universe and all the stars and whatnot but Fun cosmic stuff have we built you guys i am in charge of hidden gems this week and my team is the 300 modern cosmic team now there's a reason this is on the hidden gems build and not the value corner builds because this one would hurt your wallet to get some of the pieces for this the hidden gem itself shouldn't hurt your wallet but then the other things on this team to, like, make the team pop off the way it does certainly might. So I'll save my my hidden gem piece for last. No, well, I'm going to hit it up first. So a hidden gem, and this is mostly because of Batman team-up and all the rings and constructs, is that people are trying to figure out, oh, man, I know I was trying to figure this out. Who is the cheapest chainsaw dropper? And looking at the set, I was like, you know, everybody was so hyped. We were all hyped for, like, Chip. Because Chip was the cheapest person that could make a construct at the time. But the fact that the rings can also give you the ability to make a construct. And then if you already have a keyword, share a keyword with the ring. It's free to equip the ring. You just get it for free. And then also, it's free to generate the construct. That changes things a lot. So the new cheapest construct dropper is from Wonder Woman 80th Anniversary 040. It's Star Sapphire at her 25-point line. Uh, she's technically, I guess, the same level of cheap, quote unquote, construct dropper that the Batman Prime is. But she, number one, does not fill up your prime slot. Number two, does not cost a hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> plus. You know, yeah. she is a rare. that I guarantee you can get for under ten dollars, even after the realization that like, yeah, the, the, the GL and Batman, the Green Lantern yeah. Batman stands for good luck. Yeah, dude, good luck. Even though, I don't know if you watched Ian's unboxing, wow, what a, what a, the most stacked case I've almost ever seen ever in my entire life with all the rings plus GL Batman. Good job, Ian. Gosh, wow. But yeah, seriously, good luck trying to get one of those Batman. He is of a, a, a hot commodity. He's also on this team, uh, sadly, but he is a hot commodity. But Star Sapphire, though, if you want to build her, not on a cosmic team built today, but on a Herald team or in Justice League, I think those are both really solid keywords and cosmic is also a really solid keyword uh mostly i really like her on a herald team for sure because it's more constructs you get a drop but she's very simple she's sidestep tk barrier which is already really good for 25 points she has an adjust league team ability she has six range and then she also has the whole sideline active this is better nowadays but because of the lack of captains and sidekicks it's not technically as good but they'll modify their attack when targeting the Green Lantern core keyword. So maybe it could fit depending on your your venue, but we're not really playing her for that. We're literally just playing her for the fact that she is the cheapest character with the Star Sapphires keyword. She can get the ring for free, and she can go ahead and drop a little 10 attack Flurry Blades chainsaw for free, which is awesome. And it's great that she has sidestep TK barrier as well, which gives her a ton of utility outside of that. But this just really makes her an insane 25 point figure. So keeping that in mind, that's how we're building the team. My favorite kind of the team is a Alpha Strike drop-off type team. So that is what we are building. So she is one of our attackers that she can run up, be carried by who? That's right, the Flash. And you're like, Calder, he's not cosmic. I'm like, don't worry. The majority of this team is cosmic. <laughs> there are only two characters that aren't. Uh, yes, we're going to be using a chase to cheat cosmic with future and past. Uh, doom the annihilating conquerors on this team. Heck yeah is just really here for keyword cheating you could also switch i would recommend rearm doom is not a terrible idea to do since you're going to be dropping two chainsaws you can drop three chainsaws technically with this build but if you don't want to drop three you just want to drop two defense value by potentially yeah yep so there's uh plenty of dooms you can swap into but we're starting with annihilating conqueror to make a theme team we have Star Sapphire. She's going to drop one of our chainsaws on our Alpha Strike. We have Flash, who's going to copy. I already mentioned that Green Lantern Batman is on the team. So he's literally just there to copy the Green Lantern team ability. He's the cheapest point-wise Green Lantern that has the actual Green Lantern team ability since... Sadly, it was going to be him or it was going to be Alan Scott, since Alan Scott has Green Lantern keyword, but he doesn't have the team ability, so we couldn't put Alan Scott on the team because we want to copy the Green Lantern team ability. Flash has also given us leadership, which is cool. The biggest thing is that he can charge twice, and he can also now carry eight people. He can charge for seven twice, which is a 14-square reach, which will be 16 squares, right? And he can drop people into the 17th square, and then they can sidestep out to the 19th square. And then they can drop a chainsaw in the 20th square, which can punch the 21st square. Isn't that fun? <laughs> and then any perplexes that you give to Flash's speed are obviously half. And then whatever it's replaced and modify. So that all stacks. So he can pretty much reach the uh, perplex, which is really cool. And he can also make an attack afterwards. So like that's neat. So that's the Flash. He's our big taxi. Green Lantern Batman literally just there to give out the Green Lantern core keyword. He does a ton of other stuff. We're not going to get into him. There's a reason people think he's good. I don't think he's all that. But uh, in this team, he is necessary for the Green Lantern team Billy really. You have St. Walker. I love St. Walker. I think he's a beast. I think he's a baller. He has power, which isn't great for our constructs, technically, but it's still solid. He also can just get the Blue Lantern Ring for free. He's also one of the cheapest chainsaw droppers at 30 points himself. He can drop a chainsaw, drop any construct that we want to attack with, of course, but chainsaw being the coolest one, obviously. He can also make all of our attack rolls of 11 or higher when he's at 30 points, critical hits. That's just something that's a little extra. Well, something a little helpful, a little extra, you know, I like it. Uh, We had some points left over, uh, and she is a Cosmic figure and also has Perplex to help with the Flash's speed value. So we threw Mantis on the team for 25 points. Again, really just there for uh, Cosmic Perplex. And if you wanted to, I guess Flash could eventually copy her Guardians, which is something you can do. It's not anything crazy, but you can. She can also remove Action Tokens with a Rally Dice, so that is solid. But again, it's mostly for either Perplexing up Flash's speed That way we can get that extra plus two squares uh, of movement. Or boxing down the defense of someone who we're going to be throwing all our chainsaws at, which is really helpful. Also to help the defense go down, we have the emotional modifier. You can throw that on Flash. Or you can throw it on this addition to the team because you're like, oh, that's only 250 points. You're right, sorry. Uh, Because he has the past keyword and he's fitting on this Alpha Strike team and we can make it a theme team, we've got our boy, Captain America the Legacy Captain America from Empire, because he just has free, make a close attack, and he'll be an 11 for 5 with his close combat expert combined with St. Walker's Empower. And since, actually, he'll be more than that. He'll be a 12 for 5, because St. Walker will give a plus 1 attack because he has the Blue Lantern Ring, and he already has Empower. So this cap will be punching super hard, which is really gnarly. So with this team, it's a theme team. You fly all the way across the map, You have four actions, so one action is Flash punching, Flash will, whatever, pick up the Empower and everything from What's-His-Face, so he'll be a 13 for four, punching someone for the first opening attack. Then you can have the follow-ups happen in any order you want. You'll be able to get three Chainsaws off, Yep, three Chainsaws off after that, and then a free action Captain America punch. After that, so you get to use Saint Walker's chainsaw, boom! Star Sapphire's chainsaw, boom! Batman's chainsaw, boom! And then the Captain America punch for free. So that's the team. That's the Alpha Strike build. You get to make two, four, six. You get to make eight attacks from almost totally across the map, and then somewhere in there. Whatever Doom you swap to can go do something after your initial volley, <laughs> which is just cool. And then I guess uh,
1: Doom can do something. Yeah, I guess Doom. You know, Doom is also there, I his suppose. His famous line from the comics, I guess I'll also do something. Yeah. You did not so need me, but I'm here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's kind of stupid. He's literally just there to make it happen. Making a the theme team. Yeah. So there's also ways to play this off-theme, but this is just a really fun I think a really fun Alpha Strike team uh, utilizing a lot of stuff. Oh gosh, I didn't even mention him. Molecule Man is also here. There's everything on this. Can then, whatever. You know what Molecule is talking about. He's got out barrier, special smoke lab barrier and all this other stuff. That is the team, though. I think it's really fun. I think it's a great Alpha Strike team. I think it could hold its, hold its own in competitive, honestly. I think it makes... I think it maybe makes just enough attacks and goes just far enough across the board that it should be able to hold its own pretty darn well in competitive. I would, I would hope to think so. Yeah. I, yeah. Pretty I pretty think, fun. um,
1: like personally, I, I'm a big believer that alpha strike teams like always have a place in like the competitive scene. Like I, I don't know. I think there's like, there's janky teams. There's like turtle teams, they you know whatever. But if you have a team that can get across the map and then just punish your opponent for not moving, uh, yeah, It's definitely Absolutely. also just like take your opponent by surprise. It's like something that you always have to have a plan for when building as well, competitively, at least you always have to be like, all right, if by turn two, they are punching me. What is like, what is my right. formation? What am I doing? Yep. Do I have barrier? Like, do I have any way to not completely lose? Um, it's definitely something that you have to think about. And I think like the wrecker drop off team, Oh yeah Definitely that was proved awesome that in several tournaments um, and like there's i mean that's not even like the first you know obviously like Sam cap like oh no, yeah like, exactly, like there's a lot of drop off kind of things uh all right for my my generic gallery cosmic keyword, I went with a four hundred point uh cosmic theme, obviously, uh Ooh. but four hundred point silver more specifically, so. The crux of this theme, I was just kind of like scrolling, and this is how I build in general, is I was just scrolling through Cosmic, and I saw Mistress Death, and I went, ah, yes, good, Mistress Death, (laughs) perfect, exactly what I wanted, so, Mistress Death does one big thing, she, yes, she has a 12 attack, pulse wave, 10 range, um, Yes, she has terrible values after that, and like even on that click, she's got two damage is her highest damage printed value. She drops down to a one. Uh, she does a thing where when another standard character is KO'd, you remove an action token from her, and then also when she would be KO'd, if there's another friendly character on the map, you may instead place her in your starting area on click three with two action tokens, and the opponent scores her. That's rough. It's actually really rough like if you're playing competitively uh your opponent can just kind of farm mistress death ko's and oh. easily get 400 points or 500 if you're playing a 400 point game i guess um but it does keep her from dying at least once like you know she's not gonna you're not gonna be completely out of the game ever um She does have Power Cosmic. She does have uh, some Outwit bottom dial. She does have Shape Change top dial. So there's a chance. There's a chance this will work. Her other trait, out of her three traits, is Touch of Death. When Mistress Death hits with a close attack, immediately place a Touch of Death token on on the target's card if it doesn't already have one. For the rest of the game, when a character with a Touch of Death token is dealt damage by an attack, double the damage dealt. So, yes, she only has two damage, but as soon as she touches somebody with a close attack, she's dealing four because it's doubling Ooh. it. Uh, this is literally the only character I can think of that says double the damage dealt, and it's just so cool. It's it's bonkers, like, the ways that you can use the Mistress Death. Um, I don't think she always pops off, but I do think that we're going to try here. So, next up, to make Mistress Death uh, a little bit more agile because all she's got is 10-speed phasing top dial we are adding the avengers infinity 047 tigra so this is the chase obviously this isn't like a super budget build but i do think that this chase specifically is probably only like 15 20 now uh, most of the ai chases have dropped quite a bit this tigra this uh what was it i don't remember what the name of these of like the cosmic avenger chases were called um But this specific one has the third virtue of life, tenacity flurry once per turn. When tiger's attack roll has a three after resolutions, friendly characters can use charge and blades, claws, fangs this turn. So being able to give mistress death a 10 speed charge, letting her like run four square or five squares, pretty solid. And then also rolling blades when you have a two printed, very solid, um, So that's what Tigra's on here for. She also has... uh, She can't be the target of an attack with more than one target. And then she also has Stop Mastermind with Power Cosmic. Uh, It is a very good way to just... I don't know. I I played this Tigra a lot when she was modern because she has Empower her whole dial. She has that whole Cosmic Entity trait where she can't be targeted um, if it's a target attack. Like, all the chases were like that. A lot of the cosmic 2 by 2s from that set were like that. And then her stop mastermind also just keeps her from like they have to single target her and if she has someone she can mastermind to it's just impossible for them to basically take her out on that click unless they have like some sort of mind control thing. Uh Next up, also from the Avengers Infinity set uh, <laughs> this is entirely just to like we're doing a lot of this just to get Mistress Death out there. So this is uh, the two by two, super rare, number zero two two, infinity, um, at seventy-five points. Oh, you're gonna say Jakar. <laughs> I really I was like, oh, we're gonna be triple TK'ing a lot. TK. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I um, thought. All right. No, so I this is another figure I played a lot of when she was modern and still play to this day, because she does some things that no one else does. Uh she has a single trait or she has two traits. She has the Cosmic Entity trait, which is the same as Tigra's. Uh, she can't be the target of an attack with more than one target. So if the two of them stick together, then that's a great little combo. Uh, she also has a trait that is you can't kill the abstract. Infinity. Other friendly characters modify speed and range plus one, and opposing characters modify speed and range minus one. When Infinity is KO'd, this can this effect continues the rest of the game, so Mr. Steth is no longer potentially charging five squares. She's charging six, which is pretty cool. Uh, Tigra also has phasing top dial, which isn't great, but it is a phasing twelve. Um, more so, I've just found that this is like a great way to hamper your, like hinder your opponent's, and, like keep them from getting exactly where they want. Obviously, a few perplexes can outdo this but it is a fun thing the biggest thing that she does though in my opinion is uh, she has 12 range double target and outwit so there's also just that uh, 10 attack with 3 damage she's not a slouch in that department but uh, her special speed power is phasing teleport sidestep adjacent friendly characters have free place this character in another square adjacent to infinity so if infinity like if you're in your starting area let's say you're in square 2 And Infinity sidesteps, like, two squares in front of Mistress Death. And then Mistress Death does free, places character in another square adjacent to Infinity. Infinity is going to be in square four. This is her furthest out. And Mistress Death will suddenly get free placed into square five. That's three squares that she's moving as a free action, which is just solid. I, that's something I always loved about this character. Uh, it works really well with 2x2s, two especially because you can't TK them. And so uh, it's, that's the main reason I always played this. But uh, next up, to get Mistress Death, one more thing. Well, this is more so to get Tiger to pop off. But uh, to get to Mistress Death, the ability to charge. One more thing is uh, we've got from the... Resistance is futile set. We have the super rare Q, not the prime. This is the 50 point normal Q continuum, uh, Napoleon stylized one. He's got a lot of things, but basically he's got mastermind, super senses, probability control, shape change. And then he, at the beginning of your turn, if you don't have a D six on his card, you roll a D six and place it on his card. And when a character within eight squares of him, uh, actually it'd be seven squares of him or no, sorry it would be nine squares because he has a printed eight infinity gives him a plus one so when a character within nine squares of him um, rolls an attack roll or rolls for super senses you may remove the d6 from the card and replace the die roll with it so this is on the off chance that you roll poorly and you have a three on the card you instantly have a loaded charge with Tigra's flurry you just replace one of the dies in her roll doesn't even she doesn't even need to hit. That's not even your goal. Your goal is to get Mistress Death uh, touch of death in people. Q also has a 10 for 3 with what will be a 9 range triple lightning bolt and end cap, which is just solid. So what do you do once you get these touch of deaths? Uh, well, hopefully if you get one or two out, uh, Mistress Death hitting a few people, maybe bladesing a few people, it won't take a lot to clean up. Because like, like I said, Tigra has blades. She also... Um, has Empower so anyone doing close attacks will have a plus one damage Infinity and Q are both doing three damage with very high range values Uh, but you really need a solid attacker and so because I didn't have anything from the DC Universe on this build yet and I wanted to keep it somewhat silverish I went with the WizKids 2019 Lobo at 125 Mm. points so Lobo is just really hard to kill um he also works incredibly good with Q or any kind of die replacers because he has a single stop click so I'm playing him at half point value he starts with uh charge uh yeah charge super strength flight 19 defense with impervious and four damage um His last click is a 9-speed charge with an 11 for 3 with exploit and a 14 defense. (gasps) Only a 14, you say? Yes, but it is a stop click with toughness. But also, Lobo takes no damage from attacks unless the attack roll is a 7. Attacks targeting Lobo can't be re-rolled. So you can't re-roll it, you can't prob it, but you can die replace it. So if you have any die that can shove off Like you know, if they roll a six and a like, yeah, if they roll a six and a one, and you have a six, and you give them a crit hit, that's fine because Lobo takes no damage from crit hits. He only takes damage from sevens. Um, It's pretty awesome. Like I, I've played this character a few times. I really like this Lobo. Sometimes your opponent gets real lucky and they just instantly roll a seven. Sometimes they never roll a seven. Like they will try over and over and over again and just never get a seven. Uh, he also has the Sikkim dog trait, which is, he begins the game with dog attached when he clears exactly one action token, or when dog hits an opposing character with an attack, you heal him one. So he can heal off of that stop click and then free place an attached dog adjacent or attach an adjacent dog. And then uh dog's got blades too. So got a really solid, I think with Lobo, a really solid close attacker. He's got a ten speed, which would normally be a five speed charge, but with uh infinity on there, it's a six square charge, which isn't isn't nothing. It's definitely something, in my opinion. But yeah, that's uh that's my silver age team. Alright, sweet. I dig it, so Guys, just recap, go ahead pick yourself up a Lady Death or a value corner. What is she going for battle Oh, Mistress... So, I didn't actually put my value corner... Uh, oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. I just you um, because... What was your value corner? This piece? team is a, a little spendy with uh, being mostly Super Rares, convention exclusives. Actually, it's it's all Super Rares, convention exclusive, and a chase. Um, so, my... Uh, value corner piece is actually from the Batman Team Up set. It is a cosmic piece, and it could be played in place of Lobo. Um, so I'll go over its stats real quick. Granted, it's it's from the newest set. Uh, this is an Uncommon. Uh, it's 100 points. It's got cosmic energy. It's got 6 range, 1 lightning bolt. It has the flight as a special sp- speed symbol. Uh, hypersonic top dial with an 11 attack three damage uh with range combat expert and an 18 defense with invincible you might know who Mm. this is i know exactly who this is but (laughs) it's a new it's a brand new set and i just played br's um blackfire it's blackfire yeah (laughs) so she's got free choose an opposing character within a range and line of fire until your next turn the character's combat values can't be positively modified which is also just bonus it's really cool yeah it's Like outsiders, uh, not quite as versatile as outsiders, but at the same time, um, it is. Like, it's, you know, a lot of times when I'm using outsiders, I'm using it to keep people from using uh, combat reflexes or ESD or whatever. And this keeps them from doing that. And so, pretty solid. Um, It would free up 25 extra points on the team. Uh, I'd obviously be replacing Lobo. With Blackfire here and uh, you don't lose too much because she would be a nine speed hypersonic instead of Lobo's uh, six square charge so you actually there you go yeah you could actually hypersonic nine squares with a let's see be down to three and then up to four so an effective range of 13 squares with this team with this uh, mostly with just infinity like boosting her stats um, and she'd be a 12 for four on that, so but yeah, uh, she also has a lower point value, which I don't have in front of me, but it's like it, 50, yeah, sure it's 50, 50 points, still hypersonic, uh, no range combat expert, so she's seven speed hypersonic, 10 for three, with a 17 defense, invincible again, cosmic energy, so she's got willpower rolls, can't be outwitted, that kind of stuff, um, but yeah. This is a a very economical piece to add to the cosmic kind of builds, uh, yeah. but yeah, knowing that it's a, knowing exactly what it is because of the BRs, what do you think this <laughs> sadly. is? Sadly, this figure is going for uncommon. What are the price has got to be like,
0: two, three dollars or something right now because it's so new. Is is she kind of like
1: some of them are? Some of them are, yeah. like right around there. There's a few that like were, sadly, way too high in my opinion. Uh, but Blackfire, not being unique or anything like that, she's only going for 99 cents right now. Oh, nice. Okay, sweet. A very economical little piece to pick up, uh, especially if you don't mind the bobblehead edition of Blackfire. Yeah. Okay, no, all for
0: it. So, nice. I know it's kind of give or take when it comes to new sets. Some people like to have their, their prices, but if I'm buying from Stuff, Inc. and just picking up a single... 99 cents for a common or uncommon. It's yeah. like solid. little order filler right there. Boom. Especially yeah, if the you're heart.
1: close to that $100 mark and you just need to add a few things that yeah. you haven't already got. If you're not buying... Honestly, if you're not buying a brick or a case, uh, like you're not getting a full CUR of this set, I do encourage you to at least pick up a few of the Titans because I think that they're a really fun team to run. Like I've ran them a few times and I think that they just work extremely well. If you're not a fan of like the style, like the the sculpt style, then I get it. But despite that, I still think they are an extremely fun team to run. And they're mostly all common, uncommon, rare. I think that the other is only, yeah, only uh you know, the main Titan guy, Cyborg, is super rare. You know, the one that people like.
0: If, yeah, the one that's like might see some fringe meta play. Yeah. I see it. Well right on. So the value corner Blackfire and the gem star sapphire pick up these figures let us know what you guys think man, all right that'll do us for generic gallery man that is so fun we should do that more insert this five months later when we, and, <laughs> we get around to it uh, again. we actually yeah actually do it uh, but all right let's go ahead finish the show off with some listener questions there are dozens of us
1: dozens!
0: uh crank through some listener questions here on facebook before we jump into each on exclusive discord listener questions. Whoa. So there's not Facebook here. We got some best worst favorites or objects and relics of all time. So best worst favorite objects relics of all time. Simeon.
1: Uh, one best. Each, just one each. Oh, just do the best. Oh, no, 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 no oh, I mean Just, just, just one. Yeah, for, one, okay. each, one for uh, each category. Yeah. Best. I said power gem worst. I said mm. the OG Mjolnir and people might be mad about that, but it was a succeed only on a six. Um, and then my favorite is the OG Awk arms, which gave you triple mm. lightning bolt, and or no, I think it was plus one lightning bolt. I don't remember. It gave you extra lightning bolts and perplex with like four oh. range. I said best object was the Omega Drive from the dead. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Or I gave it to Silvermane's head. <laughs> I don't even know what it does, <laughs> but all I know is you gotta play Silvermane and he's gotta like die and then you get then you the finish, object. Yeah. yeah. They uh, gave us my a favorite cutout for
1: that for some reason. <laughs> they
0: they even gave us, yeah, they even yeah. gave us a little cutout and stuff. And I was like, Oh, we can't you can't play this. not without Silvermane. And then my favorite is Venom Pump. I got a lot of good memories of Venom Pump. Yeah. I love me some ba- Venom Pump guy. Uh next up, best worst favorite objects this time. It's only in modern.
1: All right. Only in modern um Best, I put the Cloak of Levitation. Worst, I said the Tesseract. I just think phasing, and if you power action phase, then you get prob. I just don't think that's worth the 10 points, I think it is. Um, I think it's 10 points. And then my favorite is the Muramasa Blade, simply because okay. of comic reasons. Also, it's um, just a it's one of the better swords, to be honest. So I, t- I said best
0: was the Emo Mod, the Emotional Modifier, that oh, yeah. I think... I think both are comparable, honestly. Worst, I actually said the Super Soldier Serum, because I was thinking about like the Green Lantern Ring and how they do the exact same oh, thing but, but for less. five points yeah. more. Like, yeah, the the ring will let you. Yeah, super, super Soldier, Soldier Serum did get... But I also good. forgot that the Tesseract exists. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe that is just kind of worse. Uh, and then my favorite is the Captain Carter Shield. I still really dig it, so yeah. Number three is best, worst, and favorite constructs both in modern and all time. Obviously the old constructs do a wildly different thing than what the modern constructs do, but just uh, give us your best worst favorite constructs of all time here, Simeon.
1: Yeah. I said best is the red chainsaw, the uh, Wonder Woman one, because it has got the 11 attack worst. I said the war of light net. I don't even remember what it does, but it was bad. I remember no one ever used it to my knowledge. Um, and then my favorite is just all the chainsaws. I just think they're hilarious. the The Wonder Woman one, and then all the new ones. It doesn't matter the color or anything. I just think a chainsaw that's like pops out and is flurry blading somebody is pretty mm. funny. I I basically said very similar things. I said best is the red chainsaw,
0: I guess, specifically from Wonder Woman. Spotlight is the worst. I kept it to all new ones because I, I couldn't remember at all ones did besides
1: like decoy is shape change the yeah. nurse is support yeah i know? remember all the ones that were good i had to look up to see which one i never I, used i was like i know i, I, I know there was like this.
0: the mallet but i never used it because it was like a prime green object you know like he came with Zabin solo or something like that before they made like the construct gravity feed which was a great idea by the way um my favorite is Red Saw, of course. So yeah, best Red Saw, favorite Red Saw, worst all spotlights, I guess. <laughs> but also, I just couldn't think of like some of the older constructs. Maybe you could throw out hey, the the old
1: spotlight uh, did what the new spotlight should have done, and that was um, gave. So like obviously the old ones give you like, improved parting, someone, right? Yeah, let trying? you see through hindering. Yeah, yeah, that'd have been great. that would have been awesome. So good. Yeah. It technically, of just the construct standard, does
0: does it. have sees through hindering. To yeah. target its person with its specialty. All right, next up, we have objects and constructs. Have gotten an update since you asked these questions last time. So, what do you think about this change
1: update for rules for objects and constructs? Um, I think that the the object change I thought was uh, like it changed a lot of things for the better. Uh, obviously, it's only been a little while, but. Um, I think that, like, the the latest update, the Batman team-up update, is a lot better, a lot faster of gameplay, and it's a little bit more thematic. And then the constructs, I don't know. I'm a little torn, because at first I was thinking, like, obviously it makes more sense that the constructs can, like, attack on their own, because that's what they do. But then at the same time, I'm like, it also made sense, like, the assigning a construct and, like, it giving... The right. character that power because like Jon Stewart having you know the crossbow which gave him ranged combat expert and then him using it to like you know shoot better right. is essentially the same as him making something that can shoot you know uh, on its own but I don't know yeah I, th- I, th- I, think, I would uh, say I think the newer ones are better just slightly but uh I don't know which one's more thematic in my opinion think in a
0: streamlined way they're better because the old ones were really clunky to have to do a power action or maybe it was a free action if it was three points less or yeah. three points more but you can never go above 10 points i think that was the most expensive you know what i mean like the old construct ability was really like difficult to pull off versus a free action or a,
1: a lantern or it's a power action if you're not a lantern Yeah. You know, hang on. You're using the yellow side, but you're not running the resource. You can't use the yellow side. Yeah. You gotta
0: flip it over. (laughs) Yep. Hey, turn that card over, baby. Yeah. So, like, there was a lot more complicated things with the resources and with the construct trait. I think this is just a lot easier to understand. Same thing with uh, objects. Again, we've streamlined it completely, we got rid of the object dance as dubbed by a few people. And now it's just, boom, you start equipped. I like the way that change, the fundamental changes to an object has happened. And objects really haven't changed much since 2017, besides this fundamental change, and then also the giving of keywords to allow them to be free for someone that has a keyword. So like that I think is also just a great change, Uh, especially from the days of relics, where you would waste turns not picking it up and it was awful then it's like all that character has done is been given actions for relic rolls the entire game i teased him out and then took two turns to try and equip that like that's not fun that's not cool so i think (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) i mean yeah so that's at least way easier now so i like the changes they've made so far i do now i'm kind of with you on objects made more sense that Boxing glove wasn't punching somebody, but somebody was wearing the boxing glove. It gave them a power punching someone with it. That does make more sense. But in sometimes I would see other people make constructs of like a gun and it would shoot like a toy soldier or something construct or like whatever. But a lot of times, yeah, lanterns do just make a weapon with the construct and then they use said weapon themselves. So I can kind of see it both ways. And yeah, next up. What suggestions would you make to WizKids for objects
1: and constructs for future sets? Uh, so I don't have a ton of suggestions, but um, yeah, one of the gripes I did see, like thereabouts, for like these constructs was there weren't any exclusive ones for like the red or green or you know there wasn't like like honestly, to be honest, I think the red lanterns are the only ones that make sense for the chainsaw. Uh, maybe red and green because I have seen, like, Green Lanterns use it and stuff right. like that. But, like, it doesn't really make sense for, like, the Blue Lanterns or, like, the Purple Lanterns to use chainsaws as constructs. Uh, they're more, like, stop sign and uh, spotlight, that kind of, like, thing. So more exclusive ones where, like, maybe, you know, the Red Lanterns get, like, a bear trap or a baseball bat, and then, like, the Green Lantern gets, like, a sniper rifle or... Um, mm the decoy, like, you know, some of like the older stuff that we've used, maybe some newer stuff. Um And then more core members, more Lantern core members. We don't have enough to really like flesh out a lot of like the themes that we could do. Uh, Definitely. Outside of like Herald. Uh, and then... It's true. I don't know if this is too far. I think this one's a little too good-ish, but somewhere like in there, like a, a slash ability where it's uh, an ability to like KO for free, like for free KO with a construct that wasn't like generated this turn so that you could ge- like KO one of your constructs and then generate a new one this turn, um, or a free action to like replace it with another construct. I think that might be too good. Cause then you could just keep swapping back between mm. like stop sign chainsaw, stop sign chainsaw, like, you know, something like that. But, um, I do think the ability to KO one without having to like move it away, six squares or whatever would be thematic. Like obviously green lanterns are right. just like, Oh, I made this, uh, I made this airplane that I was going to fly around in. And they are like, how, why is that airplane still here? And he's like, oh, I just haven't moved far enough away. You know, it's just going to stay there until <laughs> I, yeah. until I leave the city. Well, you did make anything else. Like, well, nah, no, I can't. Nah, I already made that plane. Oh, made plane. It takes <laughs> a lot of energy to keep that plane there. Yeah. Right, well, why don't you okay. just make it not be there? Ah, I don't know. I haven't moved far away from it. <laughs> I'm just, you know, Hal Jordan's just you really indifferent the whole earth. time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't we just destroy my constructs? <laughs> They're part of my life being. Jeez. So kind of like to what you said, but I actually had a listener bring this up. A bit of a thematic kind of problem. But this is just how objects work. Because objects are all unique so even if you start the game with an object, you can't give everybody that object unless, of course, it's the whole sword trait outside the game slash gem bearer outside the game. Then you can cheat as many objects as you want on the team. But, and I had somebody point this out to me, that if I am running a Green Lantern core team, one of them gets to have the Green Lantern ring, you know? So it's kind of like, oh, neat. So which one of us gets to make an object, you know? One of, one of us does. And then Chip and Hal can go crazy. But for the rest of us, no, 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 no. Only one of us gets the green lantern ring. So I'm like, okay, that is a kind of an interesting deal where it's like, yeah, because objects themselves, they just, that's how they work, you know? So maybe if they went into something where if it's part of the keyword, you could have more than one on the team. But yeah, it is a little odd that maybe if I wanted to run a red lantern team now, it's like, well, you got to choose Dexter or Atrocitus, because only only one of them is going to be able to make a, a construct this game. So that, that is kind of interesting. And I would, I guess, I would like to see that changed going forward, especially if we finally get to fully flesh out these teams. But then it's like, well, not all of them got to make constructs. So really, Herald is just kind of the go-to keyword with lanterns if you want everybody to be making constructs and stuff. It's just to have a Crayola crew, one of each core Represented, and then they can all make constructs and like function exactly how you want lanterns to function. Versus, oh, I have a Green Lantern theme team, but only one of them gets the actual ring.
1: Yeah, bummer. So, yeah, even though that's like without the ring, they're just a dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, a person. Like, so I just yeah. showed up. I no, I'm, I might as well not even have this this suit on because I can't like really do the ring stuff right yeah. now. Hal's borrowing it. We only have the one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll have to so. Share and take turns with the ring. Hal gets it today. This is
0: ring visiting hours for the day. He, he has it <laughs> the fifth. Awesome. Which hero, clicks objects or constructs do you want to see? In, oh, it's Jesus. Fifth one. What objects or constructs do you want to see in future sets? And what kind of sets do you want them to be in?
1: So, so make I your already, own. Objects. I already kind of said it, but um, for construct, I said a return of the sniper rifle. It's like a, or at least like a rifle, I guess. Like the sniper rifle is kind of like a John Stewart construct, but it was like big and wore light, at least I thought so. Um, and then I said, potentially like a larger two by two construct would be cool. But then I also thought of like an AI or um, Dark Phoenix like set where they'd have two by twos and then make some of those two by twos just like a construct like bystander. And I thought that was also awful. <laughs> so I kind of scrapped it, but it's still like as like a convention exclusive thing. If there was like a certain oh lantern that came with like a two by two, I think that'd be fine. <laughs> the idea of the two by construct, just a big flat base
0: is so funny to me. The big two by two bystander as a as a construct, like they printed off those Sentinel pogs they made that are two by yeah. twos. That's like, okay, I I could see this for sure. Like a big sculpt, two by two construct is so funny to me all the time. And I sculpt it and then, no, yeah, all of that for, for this, yeah, yikes. No, so once again, if you, you say Green Lantern and then you ask me for a set, I will echo the same thing said for the past four or five years now. I want an Avengers Infinity style Green Lantern set, I want colossals, I do not necessarily want uh, colossal constructs uh not a bad i mean not a bad idea Sam, I mean, it's, it's a bad idea it's, for it's, a full it's set a funny idea it's yeah. funny i will i would <laughs> be like this is so ridiculous it's funny that it exists i will feel i'll play them and i'll own them all uh i don't know exactly how i don't i don't say i'll hate it but tears like, stream on your
1: face from pulling
0: yeah oh gosh
1: you're like I could have pulled but the, if, like, like if that was your super booster super item <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. that's what I got out of I my I could have pulled the super and, rare, like lawful. Kyle MechaZoid thing but <laughs> exactly, instead yeah. I got dump truck
0: it's still oh god
1: I got green dump truck Yeah, green not talk, even the good drunk, red dump, dump truck
0: oh <laughs> uh, no <laughs> no but yeah that's been my dream set for literally forever a made up set in my brain green lanterns You have Guy Gardner in his monster truck or his, like, charger vehicle. You have Hal Jordan in his airplane. You have Jon Stewart with, like, a crane. You have Al Rayner in his funny little anime mech, little weeaboo man. Uh, I don't know. Simon Baz likes guns. He's just on a giant gun. I have no idea what big construct Simon Baz could have, but there's something... But yeah, literally, and there's also, literally, there's a member of the Sinestro Corps who is, like, a giant. Like, he's just a giant person. I can't remember if he can change size, but in a lot of panels, he's just big. So, like, boom, there's him, finally made. I forget his name, but he exists, you know. And then you could do the left quarter of Mogo as a, and maybe just do each little (laughs) section of Mogo. And you put them together. You bring back Clicks. Yeah. And we have Mogo, the living Green Lantern as a figure beautiful yeah no i i really 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 want a two by two set style like that for green lanterns for lantern Corps as a whole it'd be so awesome it would literally be so awesome be a perfect set money was telling you ec let me convince the people at dc to let you make the set i'll do it i'll be on the phone with them all day which i'm sure would be painful and they'll be like we actually we actually don't know if we can even say the name green lantern and it's like what what are you talking about i don't know who knows with dc anymore
1: wouldn't be, but you'd be blown away if you know what Ryan Reynolds was up to right now. We're, yeah, we're kind of stepping back from Green Lanterns. Yeah, but he's yikes. not even part of your universe. He's not even
0: doing anything, man. Um, ask what objects uh, you would want to see. Also, so I kind of mentioned the set part, uh, but a big object I would like to see is if we ever revisit Earth X. It's used a lot in Paradise. That is Rom Space Knight's Unblaster thing. Captain America uses it a lot in the second part of Earth X, and it's really cool. Uh, and then also they use Cloak's cloak a lot. Hmm. If somebody else picks it up, it would be cool to see Cloak's cloak as an object with like phasing, teleport, passenger two. We just be very conservative. We don't hand out no passenger four or anything crazy. But little passenger two, little space gem action. You know, it's really yeah. all all I'm saying. You know, maybe a free phase. Ooh ah, but yeah. like. Free, speed or free phase, but only to carry one. Only carry one person. Yeah, something kinda neat. Cause then, then you know it's like boom, it's like daggers popping out with maybe it should just carry one. Nah, cloak carries a ton of people at once, so yeah. Sometimes. But mostly, yeah, but free phase for one, because it's just him and dagger. Yeah, I think that's thematic, you know. So that'd be a cool object in my opinion. Yeah. Number seven, which heroic objects or constructs do you want to see get a legacy card? so oh. with this idea we could make the old constructs work as if they were the trucks be really cool that would so be. like crossbow is just the cowboy boot now but it's range range combat expert maybe it doesn't have the whole knockback thing you know yeah maybe it's something yeah, else just i it don't like know pops out with like
1: four or five range and range combat yeah. expert like 10 for two or 10 for i would three say if they're getting crazy nurse probably makes the most sense
0: or yeah. I like I like the idea of the decoy maybe gives adjacent people mastermind and says you can mastermind to this construct, even though construct rules say you can't, but that'd be really cool for the decoy out mastermind and then let you mastermind master, to gives
1: the like adjacent mastermind but only to target this character. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. That's... and then
0: obviously nurse could just literally have support and some attack values or something, and then boom, that's how you bring the nurse into mod. Like I, I think there's a way to actually do it with some of the older constructs for sure. Yeah, I'm going to talk about a character that's like doing something right. Like if I made
1: a nurse, I assume she's doing <laughs> the healing bit, I guess you would think so. Like she's not, okay. I mean, I guess she could draw fire. She could also decoy a bit. I don't know what they do with their concerts. The, ner- their- the
0: nurse's ability is also just on your own imagination. Guy Yarder's nurse didn't actually make it through college or whatever, so she's like, <laughs> okay, you know, she's like, yeah, all right. He's, yeah, he's like, I made John this nurse, got, but like, it's, a field it's not medic fixing to- me. He's it's like, really well, it can only
1: do what you will it to do, and like you don't yeah. know how to render. No, I first aid. Yeah, dude, you don't know.
0: John Stewart's nurse, she's like great. She's like medical marine
1: nurse or something Hmm. from what he's seen in the field i don't know what's what's the saying uh do constructs do constructs dream of construct sheep or whatever i don't don't know the electric yeah the old uh do androids dream of electric sheep thing Electric sheep yeah at what point do we give these constructs a soul sentience yeah are they are they yeah do they know don't you dare move six squares away from that construct <laughs> oh god this says that. has rights that's
0: uh, like an entire i think that's literally like an entire like youtube animated video where yeah. at the end the, the guy steps away and, and it's like oh no the entire life i lived with my construct wife and she's dead or something
1: yeah, some weird definitely not as bad as what whatever jamie madrox has done is in his life with his that's probably so. true that's no that's that's some real <laughs> deep dive uh, theology stuff. Do dupes have souls? Because clearly yeah. it's like... They had split. to answer that question. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, yeah. So objects, I went with uh, some older objects. So like the OG Mjolnir. Um, okay. Or, or just like the newer one. I liked both. But I just think Mjolnir's a really cool object. And I think if you... I liked what they did with the exospecs where it was like... You had to be above a certain point value to be able to equip it, which the point value was kind of low, so I didn't really understand why exactly that point value, but I think Mjolnir, if it was somebody, you had to be like over 100 points to be able to equip it, to be worthy. Um, I think that'd be kind of cool. Also, I like I liked the McCran crystal as far as relics go. That mm-hmm. was one that I played a few times. It was kind of like a stop click, but it was instead it was like the first time this character would be KO'd, instead turn them to their last click and then heal them. Like one or something, and then the uh, Deadpool straight jacket. I think that's one that'd be fun to come back. Um, it basically gives you like battle fury. You can't make anything but a close attack, and it does no damage. It just transfers the straight jacket to the next person. So you could start somebody with the straight jacket, or like equip the straight jacket yourself, and then you hit somebody, and it gave them the straight jacket. So you could give their heavy hitter a straight jacket, and then they were just like. Nerfed for a few turns, possibly. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, I did. I always liked
0: playing the straight back. Those were really fun. Cool. They were just like unique relics. Number eight, which objects/slash relics and/or slash constructs are overrated or underrated? Zero click. Massive. Massive underrated to the venom pump. I never saw people. I mean, rid of mine. I never saw people use the Venom Pump all that often. I think they were too scared of that one penetrating damage they might take for using that bad boy. But I I never saw people use it that often. It was like I played the heck out of it. You know, I would also say underrated, you know, the Mallet from OG Constructs. Again, probably because of its rarity, there weren't that many until they made the Gravity Feed. But Mallet, not used a whole bunch. It was like Quake, I think, Quaker Giant Reach or something. It was a combo, uh, of, yeah. Big, big, massive, overrated on the wall. No, the wall is properly rated. The wall is so good, free two pieces <laughs> of blocking terrain. It's in for ten points. This is the same as ranged combat expert. Ari, what? You know, yeah. It was super, super properly rated. No, no, that's probably those are my object hot takes that I can think of. Properly rated spotlight. It's bad. Um, you know, yeah, definitely. Correctly
1: yeah. rated. Yeah.
0: I would say underrated a little bit the boots. I think the boots are like the second tier construct attacking wise to the chainsaw. I and agree. getting the free knock with the giant off size. Yeah, like,
1: the giant size. Being able to clear every turn or potentially clear every turn. Yeah. You always have like a like not like a great attacker, but a like secondary attacker. You always have an attacker and they can waste an action to KO it, but like are they yeah. going to? Yeah, I said my overrated. I put exospecs. I think maybe not towards the end, but I know at one point exospecs was like so highly, highly like sought after and stuff. Mm. People were paying like sixty bucks for them. Um, It wasn't bad. Like obviously, you know, people found uses for them constantly, but no. Like at the end of the day, there were twelve points in like an age where nothing cost like a a weird point value like it should have been 10 points like everything else um, but also like I just think a lot of teams like had it on there when uh having like another character or having like the correct character would have been fine um, there's definitely teams where they utilized it correctly but then also when exospecs were at their height so was like the Cyclops ID card and so for mm. 3 points I could KO your like 12 point object and that was like a wonky time. so It was a massive risk. It was wild that people were still playing it for a while there. Um, and then underrated, I put the go- Joker's, gas ch- oh, Joker's Gas Canister. <laughs> I wanted to combine all those syllables. Um, Joker's Gas Canister gave you a plus one attack and damage, gave you Battle Fury essentially, and a negative three to defense, which was rough. Yeah. But... If you didn't care, if you just like had somebody with like a big attack coming, or if you wanted to do that to your opponent to just make them really easy to hit, like get get rid of them for a turn, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty solid. It was like you had to set that one up though.
0: You had to like you had to destroy it. Yeah, right. And they had to be yeah, you you had to like blow the gas up on them.
1: Pick it up and use it with like an object attack, and it would be destroyed. Or you could yeah, you could place it somewhere if you wanted it on one of your characters. You could place it somewhere and then like shoot it while it was next to right. it kind of thing. But, yeah.
0: Number nine, which set had the best objects, relics, or constructs in the history of hero clicks?
1: I went with a... Like, if tough. I'm going to pick a singular set for objects slash relics, I went with ABPI. I oh, think yeah. the full set um, of Infinity Gems plus two Gauntlets plus two Cosmic Cubes uh, plus technically the Ego Gem is in there, too. Um I think that was just like the best overall version of those specific objects that we've gotten, and then, well, not counting the resource Infinity Jet Ge- or Infinity Gauntlet, um, but I yeah, I think those were the best versions of those as far as objects go, and then also just had them all together in one set. Uh, yeah. Most sets, like the objects slash relics, whatever, outside of like Fear itself, they're not like very. They, they don't follow like a certain theme. like They're usually just kind of like, this character's in the set, so here's this object, you know, kind of thing. Right. God, you know, you're so right, though. Like, man, gems are just so freaking.
0: And they and just they, defined. They defined and brought, yeah. You know, whilst they were modern. And then the upswing for power gem, man. Back into the forefront. Yeah, back into from the like game, a,
1: baby. Going from like a level four gem that you want to main or like yeah have to like yeah all of a sudden go low tier yep king dude, damn it was like
0: or you went out back you shot reality gem in the head and then power gem <laughs> just soared like that rules change it was like boom perplex hit boom tk hit Goodbye power gem or goodbye reality gem and then boom power gem just soars to the top like yeah dude that was gnarly it's it still blows my mind that set was legal for a while, at the same time, Wonder Woman was legal. Like what? Oh, it really makes sense, but eh, it's gone now. Thank goodness, it's in silver. But yeah, no, I don't even know. I couldn't even think of a better set. I mean, like Batman Team Up comes close. The fact that it has all these constructs it has like the Great Bat Belt. It has the awesome rings, you know. And I, it may even be too too soon to say on its for its impact overall for the game. But like, True. man, the rings are good. That belt is also really solid. All the constructs. You know, taking something that was like for a couple of people, everybody
1: now. Well, and the rings, yeah, yeah, the rings adding um, special bonuses. Like, yep. I, I do like that. I liked how they did that in Disney Plus, and now they're continuing it where, like, do. the characters like that this should be with probably already have this power, or we're probably going to give them this power. And then if they already have this power, they get bonus version, which is cool incentivizes you to use those characters yeah exactly and that's such good game design
0: that i I love it so much all right number 10 last question which hero's characters are the best to use objects or constructs in modern i mean shout out to my girl star sapphire we just mentioned early in the show she's the cheapest oh yeah both financially and point wise for you to drop a chainsaw that's not the red chainsaw or the, the cost may be so boom, shout out to her. Dying uh at Dexter tied for dropping the 11 attack chainsaw at double her point cost. So just saying, little one point cost goes down, you get a little sidestep flight dropping a chainsaw lady. So I think she's great to give the star sapphire ring to. I also enjoyed giving it to Jinx, yes, yeah. just because it was kind of fun, but yeah, it's not That's nothing like crazy. Yeah, I also think. Prime for getting equipped is Arachnite. I think he's great. I think Soul Sword makes him dumb. I think Arachnite's <laughs> an insanely good figure that also is great with equipment. But you know, what do you think? Who's a who's a good figure? It's uh, prime for getting some objects or constructs.
1: A prime figure for objects. Not necessarily prime, sorry, uh, but Oh, okay. Uh, well, I meant, I I meant prime Like ready to use. I I don't. don't,
0: Sorry, Simeon. I get to choose any figure. You have to choose a prime.
1: Get those gears turning, bro. No, No, honestly, uh, Mad Jim is is the best when it comes to objects. Anyone can have objects, and they can have a variety. Um, So I think that's really really solid. But uh, outside of that, no. um, I think any of the like, especially the Blue Lantern ring. I know Ian's a huge fan of like the Blue Lantern Ring and what it like potentially does, and how cheap it is. But no, like Moloids, well, Moloids are not able to do it. Um, but like Marvella, right? She's got uh, enhancement, I think. Power. That's perfect for the blue ring. That's what you want for the yeah, ring. yeah, empower. Yeah. Uh, so like Marvella is like a she's twenty or she's fifteen points, twenty points with the ring no it's 10 points 25, 25 points point-ish. yeah so 25 points with the ring but gives people a plus one attack as well as a plus one damage um, sidestep flight and uh, only if she has no action tokens i guess but yeah the, the fact that she can do that plus the barrier plus if you're not barriering for some reason you can drop a construct i think all of that's really really solid um, if you're playing her with other lanterns, you could potentially give her the Green Lantern uh, team ability by copying it. There so you that, go. Oh, gosh! Be, I mean, she's not getting across the map or anything crazy. No, but, she's not. But it's just more on. Yeah. Like you know, she could sidestep a whole team and or sidestep whatever, and then drop a what's the ESD one? Geez, the oh, baseball the mitt. glove, the mitt. Yeah. yeah so I think anything like that where if they they fit the power scaling if it's like somebody good with mystics and you want to give them the unavoidable stuff uh, for 10 points I think that's solid same with like willpower obviously I think if you're only playing it for that willpower bonus you might as well play like super soldier serum instead but yeah if you have somebody that's got a really good willpower role effect uh and instead you play. The Green Lantern ring. You can also like drop a construct if need be, and you know if you drop like the the mitt just to get like that defense bonus. That's pretty solid. Your opponent has to get rid of that. True,
0: very true. All right. Well, now we're gonna go ahead and jump into our listener questions on Discord. If you want to be able to join our Discord, you have to join our Patreon. We have a lot of cool value on Patreon. We're gonna be getting ready to give away some fun figures. I pulled like two more inter Hulks. I think I have like in my possession now, and I'm gonna be giving those away this month on Patreon, as well as a few other super rares, rares, and honestly, probably every all of my extras from Avengers Forever. So we do cool stuff on Patreon. We do giveaways, you get access to our Discord, which will give you access to super bits from our audio podcasts it'll get you access to videos you literally cannot see anywhere else on youtube unless you follow the link from our discord so there's all sorts of great stuff you get by joining our patreon consider joining Five bucks a month, I'll get you five entries in the monthly giveaway. It'll get you into the Discord. It'll get you to see all this extra content, sods, We're talking, and the Discord is really just a huge part of it, honestly. It's literally so freaking fun. We have a great community. It's not a dead Discord. If you ask a question, usually we have some pretty smart people. At, you I've know, given some answers. We had people ask weird rules questions, and they typically get a semi Correct response and I know if I see it there, I'll go and I'll ask a judge or something and we'll try to get back to them But it's a great Avenue usually won't be left on red So we have a, we got a great community on discord and we have all this cool Dial age content that I think really gives you a bang for your buck if you join our patreon You can also get all these cool action tokens and stuff haven't made any designs for batman team up yet they will be coming though soon so be on the lookout for those but consider joining the patreon supporting the podcast supporting the youtube channel and we just love it guys so thank you so much so patreon questions from the discord tyler m asks just listened to the most recent post the dial h wanting to ramp up and build an omaha community i'm doing anything at the omaha comic-con i don't know if this is in reference to brasscon specifically or I believe there's another one coming up in like April. It's like Kapai.
1: Yeah, there's, there's NebCon and something. then O there's like OC O-com- Ocomacon. I don't know how they Oh is that. there okay. I don't Omacon. I don't know O-ma-con. how they do Omacon. They do yeah, they do some weird okay. wordplay. Um short answer is like I have thought about it. I've thought about opting to see if like I can do like a a pan not necessarily like a panel, but like a booth where we just run like new player games. Um I've thought about that like a few times. I've never making any, any attempts to or contacted them because it just seems like a big undertaking. Seems like I'd spend like a whole day there, just like politely smiling at people as they like slowly walk by and then just like keep walking. But uh, no, I I have thought about it. Um, definitely be something. You know, maybe we get a billboard for it and we advertise it. Oh my gosh! I yeah. I know oh. a guy who can get a discount on
0: those. okay because i feel like even the discount is gonna take a lot out of the dial h budget for making and then putting up no no no? no. it's uh you
1: know know more about that than I. our monthly budget's what 700 dollars?
0: oh gosh (laughs) geez i wish it was that would be awesome Uh, no that's just to probably keep it up not even to pay someone to make this like
1: 100 foot I don't know, big, are 40 I mean, by 50 or something, massive. To be fair, like I do have the skill. I could just like in the middle of the night put up like a paint? big tarp and yeah, paint it <laughs> or paint it and then put it up, I guess, either way. <laughs> uh, it is they'd be it's like It's an option. Huh, who did that? And then they just slowly look over at me. Are there are there not rules
0: to eyesores in the Omaha skyline oh, that would yeah. be a hand painted? <laughs> So Instead of eat more chicken like with the cows. Yeah, like no, I guess yeah, no kidding. Blitz. Those don't exactly look pretty dude. Yeah, that's kinda of fair. Now they do giant foreheads with lights around them, I guess. But <laughs> but what do we you are? Cut the forehead you know there's half. literally a, a billboard that says better call hall. Yes, I like, put that could one. Did you up. set that oh you did? Okay, yeah. I was
1: like this dude literally I was he is. when we were putting I was like, Is this not like is he not like <laughs> stealing the, the thing? The direct is rip like He's a lawyer. He should know. <laughs> but then, yeah, if you look at like what he, no. the cases that he takes, it's like ambulance chase kind of stuff. It's like uh, been injured, falsely doing... accused, fired. Oh. He's a little all, all good man, I guess. Yeah. the guy.
0: Uh, that's enough about the Omaha billboard scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'd love to go do... I know I've uh, done something at Supercon before where I ran a a little a table for a little bit at hero to some people that I've literally never seen again. So that was fun. I don't have the best track record with teaching hero at conventions, but it'd be fun at the very least. It's not like a day of literal work teaching new people how to play the game every like hour or so, but I think it'd be good. It's it's the Lord's work. We're doing some good work here. Yeah. Uh, we Goodness gracious. Brad asks all are handsome. The question mark after it, which I don't. Which again, yeah, I don't to, know. You have to say it with like the Ron Burgundy inflection. Y'all are handsome. Well, wouldn't the question have been "Are all handsome"? Wouldn't that have been the way to arrange the words, make it more so a question? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll take the potential compliment.
1: I mean Brad's seen I us guess. in person, so he knows. No, I mean no. He knows what we look like. Anybody that's seen us knows the yeah. Yeah. ain't. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, handsome. Brad, so Hold well, true. Um, Brad Holder, if you would. <laughs> the Brad Holder. Yeah. So the bro only holder. you can choose if you think that we're handsome. No one else can choose that for you.
0: And then Friendly Neighborhood Rider Man asks, What is the best root beer? The answer is Bark's root beer. Simeon can now answer Barks mm. or with his wrong answer.
1: I will say I've I've had A and W on tap and that's pretty. good. Oh,
0: that is really good. Okay, A um, and
1: W at the A and W right is pretty. Yeah, good. I haven't been doing A and W in quite a while, but yeah, any root beer on tap is pretty solid. Yeah, uh, and I've had quite a few like brew root beers. Uh, a lot of hmm. a lot of breweries will also do root beer because it's a surprisingly similar process. You just don't <laughs> add like yeast to make it ferment. Um, but yeah, um. A and W would have to be my answer for, for the best like on tap, because uh, it's the only on tap I've ever had. The best out of a can, and I don't even know. A crisp. You said barks, barks up here. Barks, yeah. What's man. the other? Like mug. Mug, the... mug is literally the worst. Mug. Beer. If it's you, like like...
0: Mug, <laughs> you like mug, uh, like mug. <laughs> nice cool glass of mug. <laughs> they maybe get edgiest mascot. <laughs> We need a big yeah. old bulldog yeah. who's got a big glass of muck. i call it. No, I, I I'll, will. I'll accept. agree.
1: Barks is solid. You can't go yeah, wrong yeah. with Barks.
0: They don't. They don't even have to act. Where are those glass We've seen an though,
1: advertisement that do uh, uh dude, Sioux City, Sioux City yeah.
0: sarsaparilla. I yeah. love those too. Those are really good. Yeah, yeah. I do like that. I like a Sioux sarsaparilla. Yeah, those are solid. Yeah. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'd agree. Have you ever had an? it was like eighteen, eighteen, or eighteen, nineteen, or nineteen, eighteen, or something like that. It's some year. Yeah, that's like the name of it.
1: Those are like oh something. yeah. I don't know what something, they are, but something yeah. like
0: that. But that's their brand. I can't they remember. Metallic it it, beer. I remember I had having it that like once. Yeah, know I haven't had a bunch either. Uh, and then Chance asks, "What is your lantern ring ranking?" Jeez. I think the blue ring is honestly the best. I'm with Ian on that one. I think giving out 10 points for yeah. Empower, and then if you already have it, plus one attack is like, boom, number one. I want, because I'm biased, I want to say the red lantern ring. Cause I like the red lantern ring a lot. Like poison, I like pen. Poison. I think it's got, just
1: um, hands down, the best construct that is. like
0: True, right now, in. making the 11 attack
1: saw. Um, good. But like it does have, like poison is such like a... Iffy effect if it's gonna like ever actually do anything. Yeah. So, true. Um, unless you have like a, like the ring itself doesn't do a whole lot, but the construct does. It's
0: um, Nestro is really good too. Yeah, that one's solid. Straight up, giving out perplex. I think Indigo's the worst because it's just here's
1: support. Yeah. Bro. That that one is. Um, uh, in a in a world orange. where we have to roll for support and. Then roll again for support. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Such like a, also like you can't be adjacent to like opposing characters when doing it. Like, there's so many things that support has to right. like get past. Where it's just kind of maybe yeah. plasticity. I guess is maybe the worst. The orange lantern ring. Its
0: secondary effect is really cool, but I do like the, the secondary
1: effect. But it's like it's so only good on like larfleas. Where it's like I'm not yeah. going to look out for a character that's got plasticity. You know, like I'm not going to put it on like doppelganger. So that he can run around, flurry, make people drop stuff. Maybe cool, I can build the equipment, but it's like,
0: oh, dropped my ring now. Yeah. Don't have the orange lantern ring anymore. To be fair,
1: it's a bad ring for them to pick up, though. It is. Yeah, it's they not don't great. have any. Uh, it's ten points. Yeah, if they don't ten have points, any constructs. So if they're not playing an orange lantern ring and then they pick it up, they literally only get like the plasticity. That's funny. Oh, they could. Yeah, they could just score it. It's, yeah, it's. That's, points for. Them. I was thinking they equip it, like you fool, you can't oh, make anything. But... That would be quite silly if they did.
0: And then the rest somewhere in there. Star Sapphire is probably on the lower end of the rings. I think she. Should...
1: Yeah, Green Lantern. They're I tough, you know if it wasn't for the Super Soldier Serum doing a similar thing. Yeah, because I think like where that excels is having somebody that's like already cosmic energy, like a high costed cosmic energy person starting with it but you might as well play the super soldier serum because that person's probably doing better damage, better actions than generating a construct. Like most likely. Not always, but most likely. Yeah. Yeah, I think we covered them all.
0: That's more or less a ranking of the rings. Ian Chainsaw asks, if you could design a construct, what would you pick? What powers would you give it? Uh,
1: I am... All aboard. Oh, go ahead, Samir. Oh, I was going to say I'm going to do a Venus flytrap and I would bring back the capture ability with it. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't like it anymore. Zero point capture ability construct. Drop off capture teams are back. Oh.
0: I I want the double barrel shotgun to go with the chainsaw Mm. Cool. You give it energy explosion. Uh, energy explosion knockback
1: boom there you go yeah i always liked, like the make the scissors doing like exploit Strange. um obviously like chainsaw already has blades but like honestly like yeah. i think weapons are neat so like a katana yep. um, ooh like you know the, that kind of thing don't have enough, like a, a weapon that don't have weapon enough of stuff. those in modern I yeah no, not enough like... swords
0: <laughs> That's true. That could be flurry exploit or even precision strike, you know, if we don't yeah. want to necessarily give it blades, something, you know, instead of like blade exploit or whatever, you just give it precision strike. Ooh, ah, a or like a construct boomerang that has like hypersonic precision
1: Ooh. strike. Ooh,
0: that's, I like that idea a lot. That's really yeah. cool. Construct boomerang. If he goes, yeah, yeah, it comes back. Ah, Hypersonics, that's that's a cool I I like that a lot boys kids ship it construct <laughs> that's cool that's a cool idea
1: Oh, so great scary. where are we going to get a, a where are we going to get a 3D rendering of a boomerang right. we don't have anyone in hero that has boomerangs
0: <laughs> less oh. yeah all right
1: well, if only there was a captain of some sort <laughs> only there is some dude apt into the boomerang Maybe even a spider person. He was, I think Captain Boomerang did have a ring at one time, too. Oh, he did? Yeah, he's a Black Lantern. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah. okay. I mean, so yeah, I mean,
0: in a future set, maybe. future set, we get Black Lantern, Captain Boomerang, and that makes the Black Lantern Boomerang. <laughs> yeah. Hypersonic speed precision strike. I, I like that idea so much. It's got to be. And Jones has got to be like, no, that's what I'm talking about, right there, am I? <laughs> yeah. Boomerang object, all right. Yeah, can we get some Maccas after this? Sorry, Ben. Apologize. <laughs> Sorry, Alex's it, wife. Uh, Wonder Woman and Jumper. Yeah, yeah, oi. Wonder Woman and Jumper. Black Lantern ring. Popping up that Black Lantern boomerang, all right? You pop in a Akadeka CD on my way to Maccas for Frecky.
1: Ah, It hurts.
0: Yikes. Uh, yikes. That's the world we live in. Uh, and then Chance finishes off all of our listener questions here on Discord for excluding Scrappy. Which version of Mystery Gang do you think best reflects the character? Not necessarily is the best one. Ooh, the one that best reflects the, the one
1: that reflects character. the character. Um, oh, that's that's easy. Uh, so it'd be the common Fred, I think. I was gonna say the exact same thing. Yeah, I was like, I think Van Fred. Yeah. The back. Van, yeah, Van, Fred, I think, is uh, the Fen TK, leadership. That all makes sense. But then the Passenger 4 is like the, the coup de grace. Um So good. Yeah, like Scoo- Shaggy having running shot perplexed doesn't make a ton of sense to me. ESD doesn't make a ton of sense, especially the bottom dial steel energy. Um, yeah, it's interesting. But then, yeah, like both versions of Scooby-Doo, I guess the – the Chase has got, like, the jetpack thing, so that's different. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, the Charge Quake prob isn't super... That seems too a bit, we do yeah, to wild be. for you. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Fred's, sadly, the most accurate, uh, most likely. I will um, say I do really like Chase Velma a lot or her abilities
0: and everything. It makes more sense for her to also have the ability to make an elaborate trap, really more of a her and Fred thing. So I think that trait, you know, they they all kind of work together to do it. But to actually, like, make a thing like that is a brainier thing that, like, Fred or Velma do. So I think that's really cool. She has her special, like, outwit and everything. No offense to Daphne and Shaggy, but normal shaggy i don't think like yeah he's gonna wallop you like three times yeah you know like you know when shaggy not would what i normally destroy a wall and then punch you three times <laughs> yeah. it's hilarious don't get me wrong i love it i love oh, the idea I'm that zoinks, he cartoonishly Let me runs just burst so fast through he wall runs and punch that suit of
1: armor a couple times
0: <laughs> yeah Shaggy's like always rolling up his sleeve yeah destroy this guy one two punch one two three boom done out
1: bottom you know so we got to do that this one. shaggy versus uh chase shaggy versus the ultra, instinct shaggy. ultra instinct shaggy yeah geez. Let's see which one comes out on top i think ultra i mean instinct that one is also that one is so. also
0: really cool i love the idea they just made ultra instinct shaggy you know for that moment in time yeah he's yeah one just hypersonic super strength close combat expert best reducer, invincible boom you know, cosmic energy can't be outwitted. I love that.
1: Oh, we got a it. comment on Ultra Instinct Shaggy from today. Cowboy Christie says, "With the new rules, he's going to be grabbing up barriers. Nowhere to hide from Shaggy now because he does That's right super strength top dial. So, oh, it's going to be a thirteen for That's six. You up, dude. I would say With starter sets might be
0: some of the most accurate versions of Shaggy and Scooby Doo, though. So, oh, like, I didn't even consider ESD yeah. Rob. Scooby is just a shape change to percent stealth, much more cowering and hiding uh, with the ice like, step ESD or just stealth from Scooby-Doo is very fitting. I think there I think we get our least accurate Fred, though, ironically yeah. flurry uh, vulnerability uh, on Fred. Yeah, it's a little different. Hmm. Uh, I think this actually might be the most accurate Daphne as well. It's OK. I brought Scooby snacks. Uh, Scooby snacks, not just snacks. But she's got support and stuff. And she had fan super sense, willpower. Daphne was always the kind of like the not so afraid of much at all. So that's pretty fitting for Daphne. I like that one a lot. I think fits better than punch out a wall for free version for sure. Yeah, I actually I think I really like the, the Daphne Shaggy Scooby starter set versions. I think at either point line, really, I like them a lot. I think I like them the most for accuracy wise. Yeah. And that will be all of our listener questions. So if you want to hear the plug one more time for the Patreon, well, guess what? I'm going to make it. Please, seriously, consider donating to the Dialogator for Patreon. If you don't want to donate, though, monetarily, feel free to leave a review wherever you listen to the show. Maybe you listen on YouTube. So like, comment, subscribe. You know, hit the little bell notification to be aware of every time we drop a new episode of the podcast or a new video. Uh, or, of course, like I said, Go ahead, leave a review on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, wherever you listen. It is a huge help. Super appreciate it, guys. And that is just if you want to support the podcast, not so much with your dollars, but with, you know, the free things you can do to help the podcast grow. And again, feel free to recommend it. Share it to your local play group. If a player is like, oh, hey, I want to get into Hooks more or I want some Hooks content, you know, please all means refer them to Dial H for Hero Clicks. We love making content. We're we'll start making a ton of content for new players here coming soon. Some videos they're going to really love to see, so be on the lookout for those. Yeah, guys, think about sharing the love. You don't want to support us monetarily, but if you do, hey, oh, that's why the Patreon's there. But if not, there's plenty of things you can do about Dial H. We super appreciate it. For sure. Also, and, uh, email us. Nah, oh, email yeah. us at dialhheroclicks at gmail.com. And also, we have a Facebook. And like us at, at Facebook.com slash h 4 hero clicks. already said the YouTube, and then Twitter is DialH4 or for Heroclicks. It's at dialh 4 clicks on YouTube. dialh 4 clicks all spelled out at gmail.com. Now I think that's everything. We also have Instagram. Don't use it much, but it's there. Feel free to pop a follow on that.
1: That's totally everything. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, and if you want to support uh, the people that support us, uh, you should check out CoolStuffInc.com. So we also give back. We give you a code. It's dial five. It'll get you five percent off any uh, purchase from coolstuffinc.com. Obviously, if you purchase enough stuff, you get your own discounts eventually. Uh, I think it's up to like fifteen percent on singles is like the highest you can get. So, um, which is pretty solid. That's like it adds up. It definitely. I don't want to look at my lifetime uh, expenditure on clicks I don't think any of us do. But I think we all can admit that uh, even like 5%, 10%, whatever, it adds up quite a f- quite fast. And, uh, yeah, they've got Batman team-up stuff. Um, Spider-Man is soon to be, I don't know, not soon to be released, but it's going to be pre-released someday. Who knows? It's like uh, You'll you'll be able to pre-order it at CoolStuffInc.com. And, uh, you know, if you want to pick up one of those starters to get the new PAC and uh, all the new... Core rulebook and all the updates, that kind of thing. Make sure to check them out at coolstuffink.com. Betrayals So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional. Hero clicks.
0: No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Oh, how okay, Six people
1: think I am funny. It's a hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which absolute
0: fools it's not witcher nonsense i'm gonna make hero quits like that forever <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> hey google attack someone let's attack simeon because he's a jerk At the